Hello, 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 buns and bows and pantyhose. I'm your hostess with the mostest here, Alexander Rodriguez with On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix, and they've already been mixing. We are featuring your favorite celebrities from the mountains of Kilimanjaro to Sleepy Hollow to Shady Pines. Today, we are thrilled to welcome the gorgeous Vanessa Morano from Switched at Birth, Gilmore Girls, and my favorite, The Comeback, my fanboy crush, Brendan Robinson, you got to say both names is here, from Pretty Little Liars, that is also the name of my knitting circle, by the way. We got the cute, the cuddly, Patrick Gilmore is here from Netflix's Travelers and Stargate Universe with my guest co-host Stan Zimmerman, writer, director, producer from the Golden Girls, Gilmore Girls, Roseanne. Whew, let the drinks begin. Thank you for being Life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's going to be a bumpy, bumpy night. We're back. We've been on vacation for three weeks, and I've already broken all my New Year's resolutions. Uh, did, did we make any New Year's? I mean, how cliche of a question is I this? I hate those. I know, but... Well, who does those? But we all what do. Were you, what did were you yours? Make... <laughs> I've already Name broken them. So Name gonna... one. No. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. What, what was yours, Mr. Stanton? I Stan didn't Zimmerman? have any. Not even one. No, I, why, why do that? I'm, I want to do that every day I make a resolution. Okay, did anybody yeah. here make a resolution? Um, No. Okay. So this is just dead conversation, yeah, he, he, apparently. Yeah? <laughs> no. Patrick, it's radio. You have to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't remember last time I did, because then it just adds to the disappointment of New Year's. Oh, oh. You know well, I mean? yeah, it's yeah, it tarnishes it. Well, as actors, we're all making resolutions every time we open a script, right? Absolutely. <laughs> there every, we go. That's a professional every answer. Every time we get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> Say that tomorrow on Good Day LA <laughs> when you're on in the morning. Get out of bed. Um, but I got that flu cold that was going around, and I was in oh, bed for like mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. And I hate staying in bed. Well, on purpose. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> but I didn't get that cold where you lose weight. You have like the flu cold where you lose weight. Like, I have pounds. that right now. But it's lucky you. At least you know. You, and you, you, you get to sit beside me. Oh, <laughs> wow. Right. No, but uh, but at least like when you have like the real flu, like you're not hungry and you you can wear like a size you haven't worn in a while. I was hungry the whole time. I was literally ordering like Postmates and DoorDash while I'm dying in bed. That <laughs> no way. That wasn't the flu. Then what was yeah. it? I felt like crap. That's just the flu. You're like puking it up. Yeah, right? you just want yeah, to, you just want to be in bed and watch TV, probably. I haven't thrown up yeah. since 1977. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for holding our hair back and driving us home. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and of course we are on Facebook Live, on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, and nationally on Reverie TV and Barreled Magazine. Rawr. Check out my weekly Bear World articles. That's right, Vanessa, Bear World articles. Uh, I'm the entertainment editor. My movie news, my movie reviews, my celebrity interviews. This week in my column, I talked about how Brad Pitt cannot get a date, and that is a true story. 
That's sad. It's so hard to be Brad Pitt. He hugged hugged me once at a party. He he did. uh, He got high. I did at a party. I was. I I didn't wash my arms after he hugged me. He was still with Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, Colin, because oof. Yeah, there there were a couple. (laughs) That (laughs) That was very volatile reaction. How much fun would it be to date Gwyneth Paltrow? Don't eat that. Can't do that. Go to bed at eight. Woohoo! Go to bed at eight. Yeah, she's like the most straight laced person, and then she names her kid Apple. Like, what went wrong there? Have you seen the TMZ video where she's like on a moped picking up Apple from school, and she almost like kills them all because she like <laughs> drives in front of a city bus and just keeps going and then uh. then like beat beat and then chris martin pulls out with the other kid in front of the bus too it's pretty great i'm gonna check that out you should you should i'm it's going a good to laugh she has been in front of many buses in my dreams um anyway <laughs> uh for our audio listeners you can tune in to our video stream on facebook youtube and now the hillcrest social app has all of our live streaming video download the app for free on uh iphone and android today they have tons of concert product and other giveaways so check them out 2018 is starting off with a bang of course we have our fabulous celebrities tonight uh Next week is our musician show with Ricky Rebel, Z Lala, and country music singer Casey Lansdale. Also coming up is postmodern jukebox's Danny Armstrong, who's heading off their European tour, and I'm really excited. Also, Bravo TV MJ from Shaza Sunset is coming <gasps> back. <gasps> oh my God, you like that? She's oh, coming back. And every time she's on, we know what happens. Uh, also, the return of the Bravo TV boys, Craig Ramsey and Brandon Liberati. Cast members from Vanderpump Rules will be here in just a few weeks. I'm sorry, what? Yes. <laughs> hey, I always have a co-host. You want to come? Co-host that one? Uh, yes. Done. Because <laughs> um, I heard you're a you're a Housewives fan, right? Oh, I am a Bravo whore. Yes. <laughs> yes. Be my guest co-host for, for that. Day. Um, I'm not even kidding you. That will happen. That done. Will go done. So done. 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 If you which is your which is your favorite? I mean, I'm a huge Vanderpump Rules fan. I feel it is the modern day Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do because I mean it's that's the ha- giving them a lot of it's credit. the haves and the have nots and they're all sleeping. and the have nevers have never have never. I saw Laura Lee at a few auditions. My heart sank, and then also then you're just bitter because you're like, wow, we're at yeah. the same audition, yeah. aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Instagram is I love Heather Dubrow though. Yeah, I yeah, love. Aren't, aren't you bringing her on the show? Yeah, I'm bringing her on. Yeah, okay. I love Heather, she's, and I'm sad she left. Oh. And she's a really good actress. I could live I in her house, her and she wouldn't even know that I was yeah. there. And I'm where a very she, loud where person. Where does she live? She has like a four thousand Down acre estate. And she had it built. Yeah. It costs like ridiculous amount of money, but it is so big. <sighs> anyway, but you're going to be bringing her out. We also sure. have some other OC Housewives uh, that we're confirming the date for before I can say. Also coming up, uh, producer of The Fosters, Evan Hansen on Broadway, and the new Stephen Schwartz musical TV show, Branley Bredwig is coming in. You, have, have you done anything with him? No. What, no? Do, you mean, what do you mean, Pete? done anything? No. no. <laughs> no. Wow. There you go. He's a married man. Yeah, okay. No, but like in the producer world, because you guys run in the same circles. He's no, Peter I Page's know, uh, business partner. Floaty Suarez, who I think is... In, Rise? Is that, is that a drag is queen? Is that the show? <laughs> Floaty Suarez? He's, uh, I think I drank one once. He's the producer. <laughs> Are you talking about Rise, the show? Yes. Yeah, so he's producing that. Uh, he's a great guy. I met him at NBC. He was an executive there, and he's oh. working with um, the producer of Hamilton. Oh, fabulous! He's producing that show. Yes, awesome. And um, he's also doing. Oh, you'll want him on the show. He's producing the Share musical. <gasps> I know. Yeah, you want. You, you <laughs> Let's hope see it's that. not burlesque too. I cannot do that. As gay as I am, I cannot do that. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Fabiana Pascali is coming from FX Versace, which I'm so excited about. Also, Joanna Cassidy is coming back. Thank you, Joanna Cassidy and Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins is coming back for an in-depth Inside the Actor Studio episode. Thank you to Mahol and Gin, Vodka and Whiskey. Uh, so we got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Mama Rose, my mom, is usually in the chat room, but she's buying a new car right now, and she's been in the finance office for hours. What kind of car? I don't know. It's going to be a surprise. 
As, as long as it's not a hearse, we're, we're, we're all good. We're all good. Welcome, I'm so excited. Welcome back to our On The Rocks family. Kurt Carlson, you've been gone for, what, six months? Yeah, about that. Oh, and you didn't learn rehab? how to use a microphone in those six months. Was yeah. it rehab? Where were you? <laughs> Tell us the truth. Not fashion rehab. Aww. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kurt, we you missed you for so much. <laughs> no, he's yeah. going to sit down. Oh. <laughs> we missed you so much. Thank you. Apparently this mic is... Oh, there we go. There we go. Hey, what's going on? Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, the prodigal son, because you left us for higher ground, and now you're back. Yes, I am. And I'm glad to be back. Thank you. I for, am so glad to have back. you back. Yeah. No yeah. offense to our other engineer who is in jail. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Could be allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, did you have a pun for us? I always have puns. For okay, you. you know that. You're so punny. Yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's fun and all to you know sing in the shower until you know you swallow soap. Then it's just a soap opera. Ha! Oh, that was good. Wow. Oh. You should hire him mm. for your next <laughs> or show to punch up a script. To punch, to up, punch up, up a script. script. I don't have the laughing thing anymore. Someone took it off, so I can't. I'm not even myself. kidding you. My sister would die. My sister loves pun humor to the point where you're like, that can't. That's like, all he does. He speaks uh, in puns. She's like, it'll take her. I got her a shirt once, and it had to do with like pie and relatively and math yeah. signs, and she just cracked up. And I was like, you are. A nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a whole Instagram that's just puns. It's 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 unbelievable. Where, where is your sister right now? Where is my sister right now? now? How often do you spend time together? How often do I spend? I, yeah. well, I spend a lot of time with my sister. Yeah, I spend a lot of time with my family. Probably far too much. But I can talk to my therapist about that. <laughs> well, your family Christmas photos, by the way, oh unbelievable. Oh my god, those I li- were great. I thought it was a poster for the reboot of Dynasty. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's Tell another poster. About so she, my mother, she had been wanting to do a professional photo shoot for like five years. And me and my sister, Laura, were like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. That is horrifying. That's just not going to go down. Um, and it was it was to the point where like anytime we would take a photo for like the Christmas photo, like we'd be in Santa Barbara and be like, oh, let's take a picture. My mom would be like, that's a horrible picture. If it was professional, it'd be better. <laughs> so finally, after five years, we're like, okay, fine. We'll do a professional photo. And once we talked her out of the all of us in white shirts idea. Oh, no. Oh, welcome uh-huh. to 1992. Uh-huh. Oh God, she you was, were barely even born. I was born. I was born. <laughs> barely. Yeah. You, you were born on, on Halloween, I right? was born on Halloween. Oh. Yeah. Doctor came in a bunny suit. What year? <laughs> no. In 1992. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but check out, uh, what's your Instagram? It's at Vanessa At Vanessa Morano. Yes. You guys check that out. And also, uh, the Wednesday Adams Halloween picks. I'm obsessed. Aren't they beautiful? Obsessed. Thank so, you. Like, that's like a Vogue nice. coffee table book, by the way. Well, so we hired his, him, Noah. Yeah, Noah Kentis. To do our show photographs, because yes. I thought they were so beautiful. They were so great. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, the funny thing is, I've gone as Pugsley Adams to every single Halloween party because it's the easiest <laughs> costume. I mean, I'm half there anyway. So. I, I'm, I'm already at Wednesday, so apparently yeah. we should go to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. together. together. Yes, together. Can we be dressed like that when we host the Vanderpump Rules show? Totally. They wouldn't even know. They'd be like, cool dads, man. <laughs> um, also, welcome to our On the Rocks family, Greg Boyd, who will be buzzing around during the show, taking behind the scenes pics and uh, videos for our social media outlets. Speaking of which, like us on Twitter, Instagram at On the Rocks on Air, Facebook On the Rocks Radio Show. Who uses Facebook, by the way? My analytics are so down. Like people are seeing it but not interacting with it. I don't know. Anyway, subscribe to us on YouTube. I'm also bad at YouTube, but our videos are there, from what I understand. Find us on the web at ontherocksradioshow.com, where you can listen to all the past episodes there. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Make your travel plans for February 8th to the 11th to Palm Springs. Ten, you should. 
come. I should invite you me, out. Yes. I will be emceeing International Bear Convergence at Hard Rock Hotel in Palm Springs. Do you know what a bear is, Vanessa? Okay, so Let's are we just... talking about the gay community yeah, term for bear? There. Okay, okay, yes, I you do. You do? How yes. would you know that? Well, I mean... She's in the uh, industry. Hello. <laughs> also, I like to think I'm a gay man on the inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, us bears. Bears, otters, cubs. Uh, there's salmon. Did you know they've added salmon? No, Ooh, I, love what? salmon. I love so, salmon. Yeah, so the hairless? salmon, it's hairless, young, nubile, and but it's the bears clawing at them. Oh, so yeah. that's salmon. Clever. Yes, very clever. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to be there. I'm emceeing and I'm filming for Bear World TV. So what all days? of their shows, the 8th through the uh, 11th, I'm filming uh, all those days. So is this entertainment just February. strictly for bears? No, I mean, they have some great uh, performers from like the pop world, um, and it's like a pool party, and then there's like dance parties. I haven't gotten my full schedule. Where are we staying? Hard Rock Hotel. I'm done. I'm yeah, there, totally. So they're building a little like on the rocks, like little area by the pool. I'm going to be broadcasting, and I'm also crashing their other TV shows as like oh, a guest funny. co-host. Yeah. Um, and they're going to turn it into an hour special that you'll be able to find somewhere else. Speaking of TV, make sure you pay your cable bill because I am coming into your homes on national television Uh-oh. very, very soon. Details to follow. I think in two weeks I can say something. <laughs> Wow. Exciting. Very exciting. Oh, you're a tease. <laughs> thank you, Patrick Gilmore. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sponsors, Mulholland Distilling. Of course, it's our celebrity-owned uh, distillery right here in Los Angeles. In good times and bad, all will drink. If you don't drink water, drink this product. Gin, whiskey, and vodka. And I don't usually drink gin, but this it's, it's so very good, tasty. So they make it in L.A.? Yes. Do they make it on like Mulholland? No. Isn't there like a, a law that you can't make? Liquor in LA because I know there's only one winery. It's not like right in the city of okay. Los Angeles. It's I think it's it's south more like Torrance area. Okay. Uh, but their tasting room is in the art district, and of course uh, the co-owners uh, Joanna Cassidy um, and Walton Goggins, and then Matt Alpert runs it, and he's amazing. So we're going to be filming actually an episode live from their tasting room coming up. So Joanne Cassidy is in like Blade Runner. Joanne Cassidy, Blade Runner, who framed Roger Rabbit, Six Feet Under, amazing. Odd Mom Out. Mm-hmm. I accosted her at my dentist. And I said, I don't... I told you to remember. I know. And yeah. I went up to her and said, I'm friends with Alexander. And she was very, She's like, <laughs> very nervous. <laughs> that laugh. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I stalked her at a Pamela Anderson book signing. I literally ran after her because I've been the biggest fan. Wait, and Pamela I... Anderson wrote a book? <laughs> yeah, that's what and I was... You went Let's to the book signing. There were a lot of pictures <laughs> okay. and a lot of Photoshop. And very big print? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> it was a pop-up book. <laughs> it was a scratch be, and sniff. Be cute if it just... I wouldn't want a scratch and sniff. Anyway, oh but uh, but it was a photography kind of book. Okay. Anyway, but I was such a huge fan, and if you're a celebrity and I see you out and about, and I want you on the show, I will follow you home. That sounded like a threat. How many restraining orders do you have? Uh, Patty Lapone literally has one on me. <laughs> I flew into New York to see her show one night, and I sat at the very front. It was my birthday, and I was like, it's my birthday during the show. And then... Oh, shoot, that went well. I've met her a few times, because I spilled water all over her dressing room table after a show, all over all of her makeup. Yikes. Anyway, thank you to Test Loop. (laughs) Test Loop is the only way to travel in luxury from... Orange County, L.A., two Palm Springs, and San Diego. You ride in a Tesla for less than an Uber. It's so fabulous. Go to testloop.com. They have routes leaving every single day at every hour you could want. Panache Optical Gallery, of course, is our celebrity. Custom-made eyeglasses. Retro. Nuo. What's the opposite of retro? If, if you don't say retro, but it's like on the edge, like cutting edge. Nuvo? Nuvo. There nouveau. you go. Retro and Nuvo. There you go. 
Something with an O. I'm going to I'm gonna adopt twins just so I can call them Retro and Nouveau. <laughs> um, also, our, our final sponsor that's been with us since day one, Spunk Lube. A little dab will do you. Gay straight in between. You need some. All right. Let me formally introduce my co-host for today. We used to give out free bottles. I know. But that's the only reason I'm you, here. You yes. took the whole box with I you last time. I took the whole time. box. There's no it was, lube? It was, it was for Pledge the Play is what you said. My publicist <laughs> promised me I'd be getting lube on this. <laughs> you will. I, I will send you all your own bottle. Usually we have a whole box here, but we ran out. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, sorry. let me formally introduce my co-host for today. Coming back to the show, Stan's worked on many television series, including The Golden Girls, Fame, Roseanne, Wanda at Large, and Gilmore Girls. He also wrote and directed, uh, directed Skirt Chasers and Sex and Execs, web series for Telefilms with Sex and Execs, garnering an Emmy nomination for, Mindy, for Mindy Sterling. Sterling. We love her. We love that Mindy. That was so exciting to she go to the Emmys. She drank almost a whole bottle of this uh, yeah, we gotta last time her. she was yeah, on. Yeah, she was yeah. so funny, She's though. fantastic. She's yeah, you need to work with her because yeah. she's I love so her. I, she wild. worked with my sister so on a short, and then a friend of mine is a Groundlings member, so oh, I've done hmm. a few shows at the Groundlings like as like a really? guest person. As a guest person. Wow. I so, you know, like they pull out a celebrity, and then all of them are funny, and you just stand there and go, oh, look, I'm doing great. Oh, invite me next time. She's great. I've done like five shows with her. She's she's so funny and I just love her. Where did you meet her originally? Uh, Geraldine Flood, a casting director. I love Geraldine Flood. Why do we have so many people in in common? It's weird. Uh, I was directing my first play actually Retro and Nouveau. Do you see how it works? Ten years ago at the (laughs) Celebration Theater called Gemini and Geraldine said, I hear Mindy Sterling wants to do a play and I said, she'll never do a play and she came and We've been fast friends ever since. She's she's fabulous. But to go to the Emmys with her this year was so exciting for her. I was so jealous of you guys because, you know, I love hanging out with you guys. And I was like, God, you guys must be having so much fun. We did have a good time. Mm. Mm. Anyway, Stan has worked with literally every actor you love and some that you hate. Um, And his stage work has received many Broadway World nominations, including Yes, Virginia, again with Mindy Sterling, Heartbreak Hotel with Melissa Peterman and Marissa Janet All six actors got nominated this year. How crazy was that? Thanks to you. I was on the nominating committee. Yeah. Oh. And the minute I got that email, I logged in and yes, I voted thanks, for everything that you did. You, and I, of course, I, I texted you. Yeah. I texted Melissa Peterman. I texted Mindy Sterling. <clears throat> yes. I had to show off. Okay. Yes. Anyway, um, also, uh, the most recent big thing that you did was, of course, the New York Benefit reading of the play right before I go. You guys listen to this all-star cast. Included Ellen Burstyn, Judith Light, Michael Cerveris. He's okay. Uh, Malik uh, Pancholi, Alice Ripley. Malik. M- Malik. Pancholi. <laughs> Are you? I'm so in the know, yeah. but I love him. He's fantastic. He was from, in the comeback too. But you guys didn't have any scenes together. Rock. We didn't. Yes, yes. No. Yeah. Um, great. So great. Alice Ripley, Amber Tamblin, and of course Vanessa Williams. And currently, his directorial work can be seen on stage in the LA area at the Complex Theaters um, in Hollywood. Pledge, a play that I was at opening night with. Um, I literally think I drank a whole bottle of rosé at the after. You're party. the one that. that yeah, it's all gone now. I literally turned around and everything say, was, was gone, rose. by the way. Yeah. I was like, there was rosé? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep a... it light that night, yeah, and I thought, well, yeah, rosé yeah. would be and good. And you did, yes. Um, anyway, Stan has, <laughs> has directed everybody, written for everybody, um, and still has yet to cast, uh, uh, cast a hilarious husky Latino, but we love him anyway. Welcome Stan Zimmerman. No applause. There we go. Oh. There we go. Okay. Thank you. A stadium full. A stadium As full. As should, yes. Okay, so I want to talk... About all of the names that you've worked with. Yes. At this point, do you get starstruck? No, we'd be here forever. But literally, you've been part of some very iconic moments. Of course, uh, you were WGA nominated for the Roseanne episode for the Lesbian Kiss. Lesbian. And the Golden Girls. Yes, Rose, the the mom one. Yes, and we filmed it actually on this soundstage here. Very exciting. So there are ghosts for me here. Every time I walk through, I just feel what it was like to be. 
a child coming here and being so nervous. Of course, none of us knew at the time what Golden Girls would beat Golden Girls. It hadn't when I started. It hadn't really been on the air, wow. so we were just here's a show with these classic people. We knew that was big, but we didn't know audiences would respond because no one thought that who would watch a show about a bunch of older ladies, and they did. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Was it on the air when you were born, though? No, but no. there was a thing called Nick at Night that oh, right, uh, caught yeah. Vanessa up on a lot of great Thank television. Because Golden that. Girls, after it wrapped, it kind of went away, and it's had this resurgence like Bob uh, Ross. It didn't really you know I mean? ever go away. It kind of was always in reruns and syndication. Okay. And then when Says, Nick at Night... But it took a few years for right. 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 yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, to get Which that somehow that it has pays now. my mortgage. <laughs> Literally, uh, it's on, and I, I literally go to bed every night watching it, because it's on the Hallmark. They do, like, a three-hour block. Yeah. yeah, and in the mornings, they have it on, so I literally am watching it every single day. It's so day. odd when young people come up to me, and they're reciting lines from it that people know, and I don't remember any lines that I write. It kind of, even when I'm pitching lines, I say them, and I forget them. That's what's so great about having a writing partner, because I'll say, what did I say? If he's laughing, and I don't remember. But <laughs> one of my favorite ones, the lines he wrote is, like, uh, you know, he's a little bit older than me, and then she says, and, and what, Blanche? Dog, dog years? <laughs> I use that in West Hollywood all the time. <laughs> I should. I should. And that was a line years. that was in our first draft, and, and you all know because you've done many. TV oh wow! Shows. It stayed. It stayed from just our little rough draft wow. all the way to the end, which in a sitcom is is completely it's rare. Very rare. Happens. Yeah. So Stan, I I got a few uh, questions. Oh no. Directed all about Roseanne. You know, Roseanne is coming back. The reboot. In, in I reboot. Know. People can't wait to talk about. Now, her. are we a fan of Roseanne? or Are we not? Are we supposed to like her? or Are we not? Uh, that's a I put you right on the spot. One. You did. I love what she did for me, and she was such a fighter. I wrote the lesbian kiss episode, and ABC was not going to air it because you couldn't have two women kiss for three seconds on TV back then. That's insane. And she was, and her and Tom Arnold were married at that time, oh and God. they said if ABC doesn't air it, we will buy it and play it on HBO. So I love her that she really put them to the test. She had some big ca- cojones. She did, and yeah. so she really fought for it. She got on the air, and I feel like it was really a stepping stone amongst many other shows like 30-something to get to Ellen and Will and Grace and all that. So, well, Especially for her audience, too. I mean, talking about subjects like that. But and that was her life. I mean, her sister is a lesbian. So, uh, so I am very disheartened that she is a Trump uh, supporter. We're not political on the show, so if you are a Trump supporter, so be it. Well, and, here's and to you. Vanessa and I have gotten into over rehearsals. We could just like get into politics it's for like it's hours. It's amazing yeah. that we got any rehearsals. I don't know how done. we did. <laughs> yes, because we could just go on and on about that. Uh, I I think it is important because there obviously is. He did get elected. There is that voice out there. So I do think it's important that we show what that voice is and talk about it and open up the discussion. Is, I think yes. discussion is very good. Shed light on everything. Don't Informed push people discussion away. Is, is she good. openly? Yes, she is. Really? Just go to her Twitter account. But but then she loves you, the gays, too. Yeah, so that it's very, very complicated. So I don't want to boycott the show. I'm very curious to see what it is. But um, she does seem slightly misinformed about certain <laughs> issues. Uh, and that she thinks that she, he is she, better she than... She ran, right, during uh, yes, Obama-Romney, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yes. that was... For but you what? have to re- president. president. But <laughs> when people Don't say like, Brandon oh, yeah. Robinson. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say this. We is, have seen crazier things. This is the world we live <laughs> yeah. in now. We, we love her to oh, death. Yeah, and this will all be in my book. But during one episode, <laughs> Zimmerman af- files. After Zimmerman. no, I'm writing a book called The Girls from Golden to Gilmore about all the wonderful women that I've had to work oh. with. And now you're in the book. Yes, um, that's why I did the play. That's the only the reason. Yes. I'm a wonderful and, woman you've worked with. Am yes, I in a book? You're up in the book and called After Parties in the appendix. Um, <laughs> I don't have my There was okay. one episode where we did a 
rivalry. And then her, Roseanne, and Tom Arnold went behind the set, and we heard screaming, fighting, uh, and then all of a sudden a door slammed, and then Tom Arnold came out and said, Roseanne's going off to get electric shock. Write her out of the episode. <gasps> and we're like, but it is called Roseanne. <laughs> so what do we do? And she was gone, and she came back, and everything was, it was feeding the monster. They just had to keep making episodes, because back then we made, we didn't just make like 10 little episodes. Yeah, we made like that was 25. A machine. A machine. So maybe that had, you know, Zapper, and then she's feeling like Trump is the right candidate. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's all the electric thought. I don't right. know. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's going to be interesting. Let's watch it. I hate, like, prejudging anything. I hope Plus, I mean, her. it's not, I mean, the show literally became about so many other storylines as, as it went on. I mean, of course. But with, let's hear her, her point of view, yeah. and that's here, you know, in conjunction with. Laurie Metcalf's character. I'm and, just glad Laurie Metcalf's going to get a sitcom salary now because she's done amazing work on oh, these small independents. Her. Did you guys oh, see man. Getting On on, I, on that HBO? Was my yeah, yeah, yeah. So but Nisi Nash, come on. So good. And Alex Borstein. Do you know that Alex Borstein is one of the richest women in television? Yep. Really? She's a like Gilmore, in the top ten. A Gilmore, uh, yes, mm -hmm. a Gilmore actor. Because she's produced a lot yes. and mm. those animations. Well, and also a family guy. Yeah. 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 But mm -hmm. I love that in that show it showed her other side of being dramatic love and that funny show. and real. And I, yeah, I wish they'd bring She was on back. the Louis C.K. Uh, show. I can't remember the name of Pete something and Pete. What was the Horns name of that? Pete. Horns and Pete. And yeah, there yeah, was yeah. this monologue she did. And uh, it was just her and Louis sitting at a, a table. And it was, I guess, what were they... Partners, or they were married at one point. It was about him cheating, or or no, she was going to have an affair. Now it could be about a lot. Whole no, but yeah. the, the whole monologue was her having an affair with uh, with her father-in-law. That's what it was. Oh, hmm. and it was hmm. one of the most. It happens. Amazing <laughs> monologues. To, if you, I don't yeah. know if it's on YouTube, but uh, the whole show was worth it just for her. I saw Lori in a show off Broadway when I was at NYU, and she in a play called Bob McGilead, and she was with Steppenwolf, and it was the first time they brought a play to New York. And she literally had like a three-page monologue, and I would go back like three or four times and bring friends, and she was it was just an acting class watching her. She's so good. Live, She's fantastic. yeah. She yeah. anything she does is just so wonderful. Getting so. back to Roseanne though, yes. uh, which daughter is coming back? Both. Both. I mean, yeah. Lacey's coming back as the main daughter, yeah. but there's Sarah, something with Sarah. Sarah uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're getting three. There's three over daughters. There. Oh, he's got a story. There's Go ahead, Greg. You're part of the family now. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah. I was playing yeah, charades back there. The, the two girls that uh, played. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Darlene's coming back, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. No, I met the one that was uh, played by yeah. Sarah so Chalk. So I came on the year that Sarah Chalk was brought on. And I she like was her. so she fresh. That must have been tough, by it the way. It was tough to come because she. Lacey just had this real quality that was so rough and tumble, and I so believed her. And then Sarah came on and she's so beautiful and she had never done a sitcom. And to throw her into that whole environment, it took her a while, I think, to get her sea legs. And now I think she's a great comedian actress. But at the time, it was it was a little hard. So to, when to you say th they're bringing both back... we don't. Yeah, they're doing something okay. crazy with we it. We don't know who's going to play the actual yes. role. And, and then, you know, yeah. I went to Moscow two years ago to help them develop a Russian Roseanne show. <laughs> what so was the title? Was insane. Uh, Kacha? Kacha. Yeah. Hmm. It was first rock uh, Roxana, something like that, I and they thought that was Roxana. too close. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was gotcha. an interesting uh, to be there before all. That's the... gotta be so weird. Well, you know, they tried to make Abfab happen here. David Mamet's daughter was Safi. Tested for it. Oh, you did? Oh, you oh, would have been great. Yes, I see. You that. would have saved that from pilot. <laughs> Wait, was that <laughs> when Carrie Fisher did it? 
Because uh, you know, no. Roseanne did a version of it with oh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, because she, well, and she had, she, she had the two on her show on Roseanne. Yeah, Remember, yeah. uh, uh, Patinetti were on two episodes of Roseanne. No, it was, so it, gay, it was Catherine Hahn and, <laughs> oh. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name from Third Rock from the Yeah, yeah yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Kristen Johnson. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it was the but they couldn't them. smoke. It's like a game show. <laughs> but they couldn't smoke, and like the drinking was to a minimum, and they couldn't do cocaine. Yeah, that was. Yeah, but it's not I mean, in front of the camera. It was. I would love to have a channel, Drab a, a channel of all like pilots that never went. That I would watch that that I, network. I, I, I also, could sit there all day. That's, yeah, that's programming po- for days. Yeah, I just yeah. Smoke, smoke pot and watch that for you know, hours. <laughs> on end. Okay, uh, one, one of our last questions before we get going, and I got this a lot. We have a lot of uh, friends, mutual friends that listen to the show that are in the entertainment industry, and they want to know because everybody wants to work with Stan Zimmerman. What do you look for m- more m- most in casting? Because you actually started off as a casting person. Well, I started off as an actor. Well, and you were then in, I went to you were, in, you were in the background in Risky Business. I, I wouldn't call that acting, uh, sir. And Zelig. I thought my Woody you Allen started movie. in puppetry. I started, yes. <laughs> of the, they'll tell to you quote stories. Stan Zimmerman, <laughs> yes. I don't talk about the puppetry. <laughs> yeah. When I was a child, I did do Mary, puppets and then Well, because you did your own network in like your own house. Yes, I did that. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, what do I find? What? 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 Is this like a, a Wayne's World I created yeah, my own. No. I created my own network and I had a board, a uh, grid, <laughs> and I literally programmed against all the other networks uh, seven nights a week. I know, it's crazy. Your poor I wish, parents. I'm, just I know, I'm, I'm joking. They didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I would save shows that were canceled that I thought deserved a second chance. <laughs> or I love Lily Tomlin, so I gave her her own variety show because, of course, she deserved it. That was have you Have you told her this? Of course I told her. We have her, a picture yes. of you guys. You guys were like in... Me and Lily? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to be friends, which was crazy because as a child, I was just obsessed with her. And so it was odd to... I've had a lot of these full circle moments. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, the, yeah. you know, as big as the business is, it's a really small circle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what so do you look actors, for most? <sighs> yes, Kurt, that question. is Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Kurt is very straight, Where? so he has no he clue has no who idea. most of our That's celebrities Lily are. Tomlin and my friend Julie Saxe. Yeah. Right down the right. Uh, I wish my last name was Saxe. Sexy Saxe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look for the right person in the right part. And it's just that mean? That's a vibe. Very diplomatic. No, I just, I love actors. No Latinos. Uh-huh. Daniela? I worked with many, yes. What? She's like, okay. She's like a cannoli. She's like so white on the inside. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did you say she's a cannoli? She's, she's, from, she's from Mexico. <laughs> she drove by once on like a carnival cruise. No, it's kinda, she couldn't go leave the country. But anyway, uh, I every every shape, size, I'm color. I'm totally teasing. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, it really is just a, a sense I feel. I just, I just think about the person and the character. And then ideas come to my head, and then I think, oh, my God, are they going to return my call or email? And then great people like Brendan and then Vanessa. I just I get so excited about it, and I luckily they say yes, and they want to play with me. And I really want to change the shape of L.A. theater because in New York, Good luck. people, we're doing it, baby, uh, slowly but surely. In New York, people do theater in, in shit holes. To quote our president. great theater, yeah, uh, it doesn't matter the size. It can, and anybody, anywhere, and Oscar winners, whatever, they just do it. And in LA, it's a little bit more difficult. If you you have to get the tape or something, the Geffen. And I think let's just make theater. There's and a have lot fun. of bad theater in LA. I'm no, sorry there's a lot of say. really good theater. And I don't know gonna, about you, but bad theaters the best. I love really, I really love bad, bad theater. Theaters. Not when you have to go see it like four times a week, though. Like at a di- you know. 
like, no, like seeing like, pledge like, is a nice surprise like, where you're like, God, I can finally enjoy a show. I didn't pay a hundred dollars. But I think paid. I think Stan makes an excellent point, which there is a lot of really great LA theater, but you don't hear about it because it is in like a twenty seat theater or a forty seat theater. Because LA doesn't support uh, the media, doesn't support, mm-hmm. so you don't get to know about it. And you've been so sweet about. Letting me bring actors from shows on and talking about it, coming to the shows. I'm not a sweet person. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. But um, (laughs) true story. But it's you know, and I like in New York, if something is put out there, every network, every doesn't matter newspaper comes and covers it, and we need to get into that culture to to reshape uh, L.A. theater. Best theater I've seen in L.A. has been in your living room. <laughs> I've had some Your read-throughs so are unbelievable. I start with just readings in my living room and see how it feels, and then we get it up and, and keep going. But um, I have a question for Stan. Yeah. Uh, when I first started acting, they would yes. always say that if you're doing a play, bring in a pamphlet and the casting director will come see it. Does that happen? Yes. Really? I, so, Well, also, I have a lot of friends that are casting directors, so I... I Ask them to come see it, and right. what's so great is that everyone from my shows end up getting other jobs and works and interviews. But like and in meetings. general, as a casting, when you were in casting and yes. somebody would just drop by a flyer, how inclined were you to go? Well, I was always hungry, so I would go to everything. I was because oh. it's in your best interest to know what's out there. Yes, but right. m- most people don't do that. I, I mean, think it they, depends on yeah, who who yeah. you are. Like, there's certain casting directors who really love, love what theater. they do, yeah. and they love actors, and those casting directors will go out and they, they love what they do. There's certain casting directors who hate what they do and those are the ones who like you walk in and they just feel it. Oh, they well, want you they, to they, fail. They, yeah. They'll walk <laughs> I mean they don't they don't look yeah. up from the page or they're like, vaping. They're <laughs> not I've had a casting director walk out like the associate was reading with me and the casting director was in the room and she just walked out in the middle of the scene, didn't like take a phone call or anything. She just left. And then the associate afterwards was like that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> what do you say to that, literally? I think I said, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know that it was. And as an actor, because I teach acting audition classes, mm-hmm. you can't, because it could be a zillion things that you don't even oh, know. Absolutely. Or they've I mean, already they, decided, yes, you're going to come back and read But you don't know. Something. They could have saw something on their phone and their child was choking at school or something. Absolutely. You, you have no idea. Have you ever walked anything. out of an audition yourself? I have never walked out of an mm. audition. Have you, Brendan? Never. No, I've actually gone to every audition I've ever been sent out on except for one. You've never said no. I've never said no. How about wow. you, Patrick? I read I, I, I read a sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, I read no. an interview with Allison Janney very early on when I started and she's like, My agents, you know, hate that I do this, but I don't say no. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like Look at her now. She's going to win an She's Oscar. so fabulous. She yeah. hung out with my mom, Mama Rose, by the way. They hung out together. Oh. No. And made my mom's I was at a party once and I made her laugh and then I just walked out the door. I'm done. I don't need she's, to go She's any so further. amazing. I love her. And yeah. I saw her on stage. I know that you're uh, a musical fan. I saw her in 9, Nine to, five. to 5. Yeah. <laughs> Not the best musical, but to see her on stage yes. work it. Yeah. yeah. Have, have, have you ever walked out on an audition? Uh, yeah, I did once. And I've said no. And it, you get to that point where being able to say no is such a freedom. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we have no control, we're we're puppets or props, and so when you when you get to the point where you go, no, nah, that's not exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah, I've said yeah. no, but it's always based off of like you have to come in your bikini, and it's like, yeah, you know what? I don't. I've never gotten that request. <laughs> I always say maybe yes someday. Bikini. Yeah, uh, Brandon. Yeah. I don't know. We received many hot and bothered <laughs> emails about really? you. Oh yes, they want you in from your girls, bikini. from boys, from in betweeners. And I guess you have a shirtless picture on Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Put yeah. it up. Let's mm-hmm. see it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, no. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I was in it. Hawaii. 
yeah, recently. Yeah. But like, that's how crazy your fans are, especially because you you've followers. done a lot of sci-fi, and then you guys, especially being on on Gilmore Girls and Pretty Little Liars and Switched Up Birth, like your fans are cult people, and we love them for it. But they're cult people. <laughs> you you have to be cult people though, for something to be successful, you have to be really passionate. Yeah, and especially there's so much content now that like yeah, fans have to be true. so into it. So. I'm I'm thankful. I'm like as long as you don't murder me, like we're we're good, right? Like, I get that question all the time from people who aren't in the industry, like friends that come into town. You know, mm-hmm. we're walking around or something, and like someone's like, "Oh, can I grab a picture with you?" And they're like, "Does that bother you?" And I'm like, "No, no." Because, you do take a lot of f- fan pictures because uh, I wouldn't have a job if people no, didn't care. I wouldn't have a job, you but also I mean? like I'm I'm a fan of things, and like I've asked people to take pictures, and totally, like, I would be heartbroken if someone who I admired and really enjoyed was like a huge bitch to me about it. <laughs> but it's it, so. it just, just weird when that line is divided. We've had a lot of people from Star Trek on the show and their fans the line is so divided and I know Stargate fans. Well Star, Star Trek's a religion. Well it is. Right? I mean it really really is. I mean I'm a huge Trekkie but but at least people like I cannot. Thought it was, I thought it was Trekker. No that's so Aren't they, like the hardcore ones get really pissy when you say a Trekkie is in the moment. A Trekker is you have done the journey. <laughs> Wow. That's how. Right. That's how ridiculous. Yeah. I Are there okay. times where you'll say no, like not right now? No, I don't think I ever have. Honestly, oh, okay. I think I've, I've. I the only time that it gets a little bit difficult is like if someone is just being flat out rude, which you will. That this is something that blows my mind is that people will come up to you and be like, "Oh my god, I hate you on that show." <laughs> will you take a picture with? Or like, "Oh my god, you have lost so much weight. Can I take a picture with you?" Or like, "Oh, you know what? You do not. Your voice doesn't annoy me as much in person." <laughs> and you're yeah, like, I never I get that. <laughs> I was on a, I was on a soap opera for a little bit. Which one? Uh, Young and the Restless. Young yeah. and the Restless. And they did um they did like this fan convention thing and uh it was like all the actors were there and you kind of just sat down and were signing photos and um I would say like half of the people were like great and lovely and wonderful and you're like yay thank you for watching thank you for supporting again I wouldn't have a job without you but then you do have like several people who are like you're growing on me. <laughs> That's Will you sign this? Weird. And you're like, I don't feel as inclined to sign this because of that. But at the same time, you said I am growing on you. So I guess, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, well, what, when you went to the Gilmore Girls Fan Festival, so that's kind of when I saw her as an adult. But the fan emails I got for her so. oh, they're coming vicious. on, we got so many, and it says, well, she's responsible for breaking them up and she ruined their relationship. So and when you got to actually meet them face to face, this was an amazing thing. We're doing the third one in Connecticut in October. Yeah. And so when you met everyone the people face to face, everyone at the fan festival was lovely. Yeah, they're great but I, people. They were wonderful yeah. people. I did not meet one person at the fan festival who I did not uh, enjoy. Uh, But I will say, being 12 years old on that show, and like, because also, a lot of people are over it now. They got back together. Mm -hmm. We can all move on. (laughs) Um, But when it was happening in the moment, I mean, people were mean. And it's happening again because that show's now syndicated everywhere, too. It's on for three hours a day now. As it should be. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Gilmore Girls, I talked to Stan about this too. I was such a huge fan of Gilmore Girls, so I understood. That was the hardest thing. I was like, when people would be like, I hate that your character broke them up, I was like, I know, I do too. (laughs) But I was left with this really difficult thing, which was, do you be the girl who breaks them up? Yes, because I want to be on Gilmore Girls. So it's like I'd really be the mailman in Sleepy Hollow. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be reading everybody's mail. It's stars Hollow, first of <laughs> oh, all. Oh, I thought it was Sleep. Oh, because I'm getting Whatever. sorry. Stars Jesus. Hollow. 
Calm down, Stan. No, because the fans. Are no, because I'm thinking of sci-fi and, like and all that. I know what stars. Ichabod Crane had a daughter when he was 16. <laughs> it's years the crossover. Old. It's the CW crossover. It also doubles as Rosewood, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yes. So I see that we yeah, have. Yeah, you guys have shared. We a have lot. that connection. All right, let's get the show on the road. Uh, is it on the road already? Well, I mean, now, now we're going to get into it because <laughs> oh, we're just the introduction. Yes. Oh, yeah. I want to formally introduce <laughs> yes. our guest, Brandon Robinson. Oh, you have to say both names. You may know Brandon Robinson for wreaking havoc in Rosewood as Luke. On Pretty Little Liars, he has also appeared in Weeds, Bones, and the Hulu Plus comedy feels so good. Playing an awkward teen in the dating scene, story of my life. <laughs> little known fact, uh, maybe not so little known. Brandon initially auditioned for the role of Mark in Pretty Little Liars, and of course, we love him as Luke. Currently, he can be seen in Stan Zimmerman's Pledge at the Complex Theaters in Hollywood for a limited run. Go see it. Um, <laughs> some hot and steamy scenes. Please welcome Brandon Robinson. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt. Also, and I was very nervous to have you on the show, Vanessa, because I've been such a fan. Uh-huh. Um, and it's funny because your characters, you know, you have a little bite to you. On, on, Yeah, it's not like, oh, God. Vanessa Morano started acting at age seven and is uh, most recognized for her roles in Gilmore Girls. Uh, stepdaughter Lisa Kudrow in HBO original series The Comeback, which I loved you so much because you held your own in all of these Thank scenes you. in such a strong way. I, 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 the, the, my favorite episode, which I, uh, which I recite to all my friends that we recite to each other, is the one where you come over and you're smoking in the pool. And, like, and now I'm in jail. We say that all the time. Anyway, <laughs> also in Scoundrels, playing the scheming, school-skipping daughter of Virginia Madsen, uh, with reoccurring roles in shows including Dexter, filmed here at Sunset Gowers, Studios, Without a Trace, Young and the Restless. Guest starring credits include Parenthood, Medium, Ghost Whispers, Six Feet Under, Malcolm the Middle, Grounded for Life. Also starred as a young girl who becomes a quadriplegic in the critically acclaimed television movie The Brooke Ellison Story directed by none other than Christopher Reeve. Yes. That must have been wow. uh, a, a, an amazing... That's the most incredible thing I've ever done. How old were you when that happened? I was 11 yeah. and my character... So it's based off a true story about this woman named uh, Brooke Ellison who was the first quadriplegic to be accepted to Harvard University. Um, and my character, Brooke, became uh, a quadriplegic when she was 11 years old. And so because Chris directed the movie, it was unfortunately his last project he passed away a few months afterwards um but i worked really intensely with him in pre-production like he taught me how to use a wheelchair and like we went to a rehab center in new orleans and he basically walked me through what happens when you are in that situation so like i did the whole ambulance ride Mm. like went into like what happens how they turn you over all the stuff one of the craziest things he did was my character was supposed to have a ventilator pop off and so he took his ventilator off and was like, this is what it looks like not to be able to breathe. Wow. He was so giving and so amazing. And I'm still really involved with the, the Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation as a result of that because it was such a life-changing experience. And uh, that foundation does so many amazing things. In fact, they're, they're, they just launched something uh, that's called an epidural stimulator, which if it's implanted at the edge of the uh, – at the base of the spinal cord uh, – it's given back to uh, paraplegics, and I believe some quadriplegics, I could be wrong about that, but the ability to go to the bathroom by yourself, the ability wow. to regulate temperature, sexual function, and uh, being able to stand, which is insane. But wow. they do so much research and all these amazing things, and if you ever met Chris or Dana, they were so passionate about that and such amazing people. It was like an insane experience to have at 11 years old. 
your life stories already. I feel so unaccomplished right now. Um, <laughs> um, what we, and we actually have a picture of you and, and Christopher from set. Um, we have seen Vanessa blossom before our eyes on Freeform Switched at Birth, and you really need to see some of her modeling work um, in some of these magazine spreads. What? Gorgeous <laughs> and beautiful. Two words, gorge. Us. Uh, currently, she is also starring in Pledge, the play in Hollywood, sharing some steamy kissing mm-hmm. with Brandon yeah. Robinson. Uh, little known fact, she was born on Halloween. And you, you guys, need, like I said, you need to see her Wednesday Adams uh, pics on social media. And she speaks Italian. Yes. Welcome, Vanessa. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Uh, my Italian is not as good as it should be. Well, who is? My father teaches Italian. Profes- oh, he does? Professionally. Oh. My Italians should be so much better than what it is. My sign language is pretty good. Yes, it I is. We have a with scene that. with your sign language, too. Um, last and certainly not least, Patrick Gilmore, Canadian-born, uh, started his film career making home movies on his dad's camera. I have since asked him to record some home movies with me, and he has said no. no uh, I'll totally do it. <laughs> Sorry, you don't know what kind of movies. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> Patrick is a fancy man with a degree in English literature and history from the University of Alberta, Canada, with a successful career spanning more than 70 credits to date. Uh, he is recognized uh, for a fan favorite sci-fi Stargate universe. In fact, you appeared in all three of the Stargate um, yeah. shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, additional credits include, of course, AMC's The Killing, Smallville, Arrow, Supernatural, Natural Fringe, uh, Grace Point, currently starring alongside Eric McCormick uh, in Netflix original series The Travelers, currently streaming its season two on Netflix, you guys. Go watch it. Uh, the series premiered, uh, when it first premiered in, in the first December, 12 million viewers making uh, the first week one of uh, Netflix top streaming uh, shows uh, to date. Whoa. Uh He also reoccurs as Sean in the critically acclaimed hit comedy You, Me, Her, uh, which is available on DirecTV and uh, AT&T's uh, U-verse. You guys... Aside from being an actor, he is a true renaissance man uh, with many, many talents. As a singer, he has competed in many music uh, festivals in a variety of styles, uh, including opera, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you giggle. Is it like fake opera or is it like... No, but it was like... 15, 20 years ago. Oh, it's still it's still there. <laughs> okay. Placido can still do it. So All can right. you. Um, he is an avid photographer, loves to travel, um, and uh, final stages of getting your pilot's license, right? Yeah, I just need to write the exams, which <laughs> that's the hardest part. Get to it. Come on, what yeah, are you doing I here? I know. I want to, oh, we should do a live, I don't know if we could live stream from up there, but from like a plane, how awesome would that be? Totally. That Record would be the final so moments fun. of your yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys recently... Uh, he climbed Kilimanjaro, and that is no joke. Welcome, Patrick Kilmore. Thanks for having me. <laughs> That's such fake applause. <laughs> there we uh, go. Yeah, that, yeah, that, I got a little bit. Yes. All right. Thanks, Beth. We have so many things to talk about, um, but I want to talk about, do you guys remember your first like real audition? And you guys started off when you were super, super young. Um, so did you even have the nerves as a young kid? And Patrick, do you remember your first like make it or break it audition? I don't know that I remember my first audition. I remember auditioning like as a child, but I don't remember specifically what the first one And how'd you was. get into it? Did you say to your parents, I <laughs> want to be an actor? Yes. Um, so my mother uh, owned a, owns, still she owns it, uh, it's still going, a uh, children's theater. And so I started at the Children's Theater when I was like six. Where and, is this? Uh, it was in Agora. Uh. So it is out here in in the not LA. Wait a minute, Judy Garland started off uh, when she was a kid. She did theater in, in Agora and it was like a movie theater but they would do plays on the Me weekends. and Judy Garland. You, oh. <laughs> you could play Judy Garland. Look at those features and the eyes. Stan, am I right? Elizabeth Taylor. 
Well, yes, yeah, very true. Yeah. But also Judy Garland. I see some. Judy I Garland. will take both of those. Well, hey, drink Maybe that a dual role. <laughs> Finish that yeah. bottle of gin, and you will be yeah, Judy yeah. Garland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she had this theater, and my mom had been in the industry for a, a bit. And when I was six, I was like, I want to act professionally, but I also like wanted to be a fashion designer and a unicorn. Uh, <laughs> and so she was like, No, that's not happening. Mostly because she was, if I remember correctly i don't want to drive you on the 405 at <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon were the exact words so uh no means try harder uh and i just kept asking her for two years straight every single day i was like i want to act i want to act i want to act and um again not really understanding the concept but knowing that my mom kept saying no which meant oh i should just keep yes. going mm -hmm. and so she took me to an agent and uh the agent i'm still currently with wow. who the rumor that is loyalty <laughs> especially in this day and age in this industry yeah. that is loyalty the rumor had it that she turned down children and crushed their spirit <laughs> <laughs> and my mom thoroughly did research oh. and it was like this woman just turns down people for no good reason like she's really tough she makes kids cry and my mom's like excellent that's That'll... like my dream job right? i can't stand kids yeah there you <laughs> go and so she was like okay she's gonna do it i'm gonna then this will be done like i i've, I've been supportive yep. air quotes and uh she took me she didn't help me at all she teaches children to act she did not help me at all with the audition and then she might be listening you know oh i know it's oh. i'm still bitter about oh, okay. it <laughs> <laughs> i will passive aggressively tell her via the radio <laughs> Uh, and so uh, she, I, I auditioned, and then the agent was like, come inside. And my mom was like, all right, well, thank you so much for meeting with her. And she's like, oh, we're taking her. And my mom went, what? <laughs> and then my sister, who was five years old, a year younger than when I started begging to act, who was just there because it's frowned upon to leave children in the homes by themselves, literally all she did was go, oh, man, I don't have an agent. And wow. they were like, she's like, that one's cute. I'll take her, too. And my mom was like, that wasn't part of the deal. But then by that point, she said it in front of my sister. And she's like, why aren't you going to let me do it? And and here we are, everybody. And she drove us on the 405 a lot. And you guys did Dexter. PM. Together, right? We didn't do it. You know, it's funny. I mean, you didn't do it together, together yeah. but you both were on the show. We were both on it. We were on two Ghost Whisperer, we both did, and Dexter, we both did. Your sister's come up a lot, and I feel out of the loop here. Uh, she's an actress as well. Yes. No, I caught that. But she's like <laughs> she's like more famous than I am. So. Austin and Alice. Give her some credit. She's, she's on a Disney Channel show called yeah. Austin and Alice. What's her name? Her name's Laura Morano. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, she was just she was look just her a, up on Instagram. She, oh, her. You know? She was just in Lady Bird. I'll <laughs> yeah. give her that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. you know. With Bane Gibby, by the way. We love Bane. Yes. She was here. But you just made a movie together. We did just make a movie together. We, my mom, me, and my sister produced a film, and both her and I starred in it. So what's the Name? Summer. It's called Saving Zoe. It's based off of a book. We had the rights to the book for like oh, 10 years. Oh, I read years. that you bought the rights. Yeah. So now it's. Well, we had the rights for 10 years, and the author, Allison uh, Noel, was very nice to us and like let us have the rights for that long because really you're supposed to like pay and then up it and whatever. Yeah. And she just kind of was very kind and lovely and wonderful and amazing. And yeah, it took 10 years to finally sell it and get someone to like be like, here's money, go make a movie. And so we did it. And it was funny during rehearsals for Pledge because we would be like, I just came out of sound mixing and I was just like on edge because I'd been sound mixing for like 12 hours. I'm like, all right, let's rehearse. Let's go. <laughs> so that's where we're at. But yeah. So here we are. Your parents <laughs> must love Christmas because they're like, what the daughter's going to get us this year? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which is hilarious because like my my mom is very like 
rambunctious and all these things. And my father's like very subdued and very Italian and like doesn't like isn't in the entertainment industry at all. Teaches like it's a very yin and yang situation. They came to our invited dress rehearsal. Yeah. And so were having made the movie, does it make you want to make more movies or make a? Oh, it's a weird combination of like it makes you want to do s- make so many more movies, and it also makes you want to not do it ever again. It's it really depends on the morning because it's so difficult. Um, which I knew going into it that it would be very, very difficult. But you can't just walk away. I did my lines and I'm gone. Yeah, and that's what's so you're different. You're making decisions. All the, constantly, and yes. it just doesn't end. No. And there's so many more. And like you know, as a performer, it's really you and the director in television, the writer. But you guys are kind of you know, make once you're hired, you're in. That's that's who you have to respond to, so to speak. And then. As a producer, there's so many more cooks in the kitchen that you have to deal with and so many different personalities. And I totally understand why, like, people who make film after film after film, like the Judd Apatows of the world, like, just stick with the same people. Because, well, it takes so long to learn somebody's habits and what they like. And if you jive with someone, you just want to continue jiving. But I do the same thing. And it's the third thing Brendan and I have done Mm -hmm. together. He stalked me? Yeah, I did. (laughs) No, I I saw him in a showcase. And I kept his picture and said, this kid just had it. He had that it factor. I hope he was over 18, Stan. Yes, he I yes. Yeah, 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 stands yeah, yeah, a fan yeah. of the young cuties. Yeah. Win, win well, out. and he was re- and he was in the Suicide Notes play when we did the Fringe here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and meet and greet, and uh, luckily he agreed to do pledge, and so we we keep working yeah. together. Yeah, it's been really cool. No, no, Brandon, tell me about like one of your um, the first important audition where you were like, oh, this is for real. A little sweat involved, a little yeah, nerves involved. Yeah, I um, I mean, I had a really similar trajectory to Vanessa's. Um, I grew up in children's theater. Also, um, in in Oregon, right? In Portland, Oregon. Um, and you made it cool because now it's so cool to live and do theater in Portland. I know, yeah, and make TV shows. Yes, you and Fred Armisen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like he copied me. I mean, I don't know what the hell is up with that. Seriously. Yes, yeah, so there, there's actually two children's theaters in Portland, um, which for a town of that size is kind of rare. Um, but they both have kids' acting schools attached to them, and that's kind of what I did, um, you know, since I was five. And you were obsessed with, like, Peter Pan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, uh, <laughs> I was obsessed with Peter Pan. I wanted to be Peter Pan. I had the costume, the whole, like, shebang. <laughs> Um, what was that? Green tights? What was it? No, it was like you Stan, know. Stan, calm Disney, down. How, he's like, gonna keep this. He's gonna write this down for later. <laughs> no, like it, like at Disneyland, you know, they like sell like the kids' costumes. Yeah, okay. They like had a Peter Pan one, okay. so you know, like I just Slow down. wouldn't <laughs> take it. I wouldn't take it off. Um, so one of these children get so many more emails after right. this. <laughs> this is not good. Was he wearing the tights? The yeah, show is shut down. So um. I wish we had a picture. Um, I know you stopped my Facebook. I can't believe Facebook, you don't have a picture but, um, of Peter Pan. I do have a black and white early headshot. Oh, you do? Of, of, okay. Of there we go. Oh look at this little oh boy. God. You look oh so different, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I want to say. elfin. Like, yeah, well, there's Spock, the Peter Pan. Spock ears, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Stop it. No. Look oh at that. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Crazy. Remember when headshots looked like this? You guys are too young, but, I mean, headshots would just look like this, and that was it. I remember when the white boy fro was in? Yes. You know? Yeah, like the Adam Brody thing. Yes. And now the it's, Adam like, Brody. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so the, well, this children's theater um, actually did Peter Pan. Uh, when I was five, my parents took me to see it. They saw the little brochure in the lobby, you know, for kids' acting mm-hmm. classes, and it's like that was it. Um, and then, funny enough, full circle, that same children's theater did 
Peter Pan again 10 years later, and I played Peter Pan. <gasps> they probably have your picture so big in their lobby right now. They're they like do. selling a, like Academy tuitions they based do. on your picture. The Northwest Children's Theater, check it out. Yes. Um, it's great. It's a great organization. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people who have continued on doing this kind of thing. Do um, you ever want to play Hook? Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. That'll be the next play we do. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. No, He's I'd be down for that. He's to play Hook. There can be That's some right. kind of like origin. Why? Why he should be like a sexy Smee. Like, yeah. like change who <laughs> Smee was and make him like sexy. Sexy and like, Smee. Sexy Smee. Didn't they do a prequel thing with Hugh Jackman? Yes. Yeah, yes, they did. Pays attention it was not sexy. One. I know. Hugh yeah. Jackman needs to take some time off. Like him and Meryl Streep <laughs> need to go on a some retreat somewhere. Off. First no, all, Meryl Streep should not take yeah, any time Meryl Streep should never Keep going. Take, keep ever, going. Never take oh, time. But I think you. we're not paying attention to her really good work because we're just like, oh, it's another Meryl Streep movie and she's going to be fabulous. We're Meryl not really Streep focusing. Meryl Streep should run for office, I think. Well, at this personally. point, Win- why not? Winfrey Streep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. Oh my, yeah, oh my lord! Yes. Oh my lord! Um, so I guess sorry to to answer the question of like the first big audition. I mean, that was the first. That was the first time I was fifteen, and that was the first time where I'd actually like studied a script and you wanted it so badly I wanted it yeah. yeah and I just like went in there and I was like this is mine thank you very much and no, I'm just kidding um, <laughs> you're like and I didn't get it and I didn't get it <laughs> um, no fortunately I did and that was kind of the first time where I was like um, oh maybe you know I want to do this professionally um, so I started working at some of the um, I guess adult theaters um not like that. <laughs> um, in in Portland, yeah. adult theaters. Do not say that in this and crowd. And he brought the green tights And I brought the green tights with It's going to be on TMZ tomorrow. Uh, right, 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 right. Adult theater. Uh, no, like... Um, uh, like union theaters yeah, 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 yeah. in Portland, and I started racking up like my Adult equity points um, as a 16, 17, 18-year-old. <laughs> Which is a whole different environment. I remember when I uh, I was not equity, but I did my first show with equity people. Yeah, yeah. It was like a two-week rehearsal, and the whole like environment was different. The whole approach to rehearsal was different, and it was like it was like uh, it was like something I'd never touched before yeah know? yeah i mean it's you know professional theater actors where they do this for a living as opposed to like oh i have my day job and now i'm gonna go do this you know community theater production at night which is great also but you know it's, it was kind of like a different experience for me and you know i was racking up the points you know trying to get enough points for my equity card and i thought that i would go to new york and do the whole um uh you know broadway thing go to nyu or whatever um, and then I decided, um, actually, the artistic director of one of those theaters um, said to me, you know, because uh, I had also been thinking about going to L.A., and he said, you might as well just go try it, because in a BFA program, um, th- for the first couple of years, they're going to be teaching you what you've already been learning here, um, working professionally as a kid. So you might as well just go try it, see what happens. Um, I got really lucky and got connected with an agent here in L.A. Um, yeah, I wish I it had moved. turned out well for you. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, it's, and yeah, yeah. So what brought you to that showcase where I saw you? Like, what made you do that? I um, was looking for a manager at the time. So there was a, um, th- this place no longer exi- exists, no. unfortunately. unfortunately yeah. uh, it was a great, st- I found my first manager there also. And um, so, so I had the agent, but, you know, I was just trying to, like, do as much as I could, be, seen in front of people and they would you know send out emails where it's like come to come to Stan Zimmerman's you know workshop yeah, you know he can hire you for that yeah well you were doing Rita Rocks at the okay. time 
Um, and so I went. Great and show, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Wish, I wish it. it let's, yeah. let's reboot it. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Everything else is Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Okay. Except let's make it Latino Frida rocks. There we go. Yes, Frida Kahlo. There we go. Gloria, just plugging yourself. Yeah, you yeah, just. Yeah. I know. I can't help him. Stand. Give us a man and work. Throw him a bone. You'll be getting an email from him. But no, I won't. Just wait. Restraining orders. Ian Gomez was in the original cast. So there. Okay. All right. So there. So there. Um, so I, yeah, so that's where I met Stan originally, and, um, he brought me in for Rita Rocks, her a recurring part, which I did not get. <clears throat> Oops. <Sorry. laughs> um, he, I told him about that, he does not remember that. Not at all. Um, uh, yeah, so I auditioned for about, like, 18 months, and got really lucky in my first, I mean, I, I did, um, a co-star on Cold Case, like, yep. three lines, like, right before, and then a couple weeks later, I booked Pretty Little Liars, um, I had gone in to play Lucy Hale's brother because mm-hmm. um, uh, they were doing some reshoots for the pilot episode. Um, and they said, nah, you, you're kind of like the same age as her. You know, we really want someone who's more like 15. Um, and a couple weeks later, they brought me in for this part. And it was one of those things where it's like, you know, it's just like your part. Mm-hmm. Um and it was originally only supposed to be two episodes. Well, your role really grew, and of course, with the fans grow. Uh, the emails that I got was like, you never got the girl. Like, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. You never know. There's going to be a spinoff, you know? Maybe they'll a invite movie, me back, and maybe yeah. I'll get the girl, mm. you know? Maybe. Uh, people think that I, like, killed Ashley Benson. Yeah. It's, There's the, so the many character, you know, fan at some theories, point, yeah. Which it's like, I, I've always been really confused by that. There's, like, a scene with us on a boat in the middle of the lake, and I'm like, ah, you know, like, you're not listening to me and then like she picks up a paddle and like knocks me over the head and knocks me into the lake um, but people are like, why Why were you going to kill her? And I'm like, I was. it was a misunderstanding. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what, That's though? what Natalie Wood said. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Right, exactly. Oh. Oh. Too soon. She can play, she can play <laughs> Natalie Wood. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Natalie Wood. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, I want to take uh, a, a little uh, peek at uh. one of the scenes from Pretty Little Liars. This is when you're confronted by all the bitches. Uh. You got to work with some pretty hot girls. I did, I And you did. were, like, always in it. But, <laughs> again, you were, like, the best friend, the best man, I never the serious. Serious, like friend zone status. Yes, serious you, friend zone. But you're like the patron saint of friend zones. Yeah, know? yeah. And I don't get it because that's exactly what Brendan Robinson wants to <laughs> yeah, hear. Exactly. Stamped on him no, going but I mean, like you were as cute, if not cuter, than some of the guys that actually got the girl. But we got to see your character in all of the seasons oh, too. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. You know, Vanessa was saying like weird things that people say. You know, when they recognize you or something. I got. Pretty frequently, not to toot my own horn, you look so much better in person than you do on TV. Why do people think that's a, a nice compliment? Thing to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's weird. They, but you know, they did purposely. I've never heard that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Patrick, you're adorable. You're just he's, he's so he's like a cuddly teddy bear. He's a bear. But I have to say, no, he's he's not big enough to be a bear. Yeah. But Brenda, I have to say I'm one of those Otto. fans because the first time I saw you in person was on stage for Pledge, the play at uh, Hollywood Complex Theater. When you came out, I was like, wow, he 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 looks as as good as the word you're looking for is he looks even better. Oh, thank yeah. you. Well, thank no, you. I've, I've had the opposite where I meet them. I'm like, mm, 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 what, what happened? <laughs> that um, happens, but I was so though. like, as a fan, as a fan girl of Pretty Little Liars, I was like, I mean, 
which took me out of the play for a moment, but then I was back into it, and then <laughs> Vanessa comes on stage, so I was back out of it, and then I was back into <laughs> it. Were you the one that was whooping when Vanessa came out? That uh, no, it was that somebody in the back. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> you've had that oh, a that couple. Your sister. You yeah. have no. There was like no, but oh, she's had wasn't. a couple nights. You've had like a whooping. People, people whoop for you. I and I've, I, I there, and there a lot of people. boys have whooped for Vanessa but also, Morano. But also, it's like the people that like I've invited. Okay. Well, it's like not as impressive as it should. Shut up! Be. When we do it on the Broadway, yeah. you know, Broadway. there will. But they're gonna make it a musical. Broadway, Broadway. The show will stop. Pledge when the you musical. Enter, you, you know, go. it will. Well, it that's will. right, because we'll have all of the Moranos from the Bronx in the front row. Yeah. So exactly. They're loud. <laughs> Let's take a peek at the confrontation scene where uh, uh, where Mr. Brendan Robinson. And uh, Lucas is confronted by our team of sexy gals, and we're gonna keep your microphone on. So if you want, oh great, if you want to like DVD looking, extra, looking, mm-hmm. looking. Is that a hoodie? Can you imagine that it's prop person? The prop person though had to put all this crap all over the place. Right, right. Yeah. I think we did like at least seven takes of this. What are, are you, you kidding? For? What are you oh. looking for? Oh, uh, I'm looking for a comic book. <laughs> He's looking for a girl that will say no. yes. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, that's true. Now, oh, fan, I, I have fans were shitting themselves at this point, by the way. Did it feel good to scare us? Did it make you feel powerful? What? You oh. smeared blood on a crib. You smeared blood on a crib? I smeared blood on a crib. Maybe he didn't. Are you crazy? Because she did. What? Lucas, at least tell me why. I saw the police tape. I know you took it back. She's kept me in the friend zone for years and years yep. and years and years. It didn't work the first time, so now you're sending body parts. What the hell is she talking about? And you does that drive you to so kill? Uh, it does, yeah. actually. Um, all of them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, if you notice you the facial out. hair um, on Freeform, if you have facial hair, that means that you are um, evil, an evil, sketchy person. Yes. Otherwise, you're clean shit. I don't know if that was a thing on your show, but they made all the guys who had to take their shirt off, you had to wax. There was like a no, there was a no body hair policy. No bears. I did that on my shows, too. I, I want to say that speak. no one had to wax. They just all came in. Wax. wax. That's a uh, Hallmark network. Wax. Anything to do with the Hallmark network. You, you, if you Most have any no sort of facial hair. No really? Facial hair you're evil. And no sexuality if you're a homosexual. No people of color. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Brandon, like this, the script, you guys go from like natural conversation natural to some pretty elevated, it's, it's, so that's why you stole back. It has a lot of elements of like a soap opera, but you guys make it real. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's. It was interesting. I mean, we had a variety of different writers on that show. I mean, obviously, but we had we had a staff of seven secret? people. Um, and they all had their very uh their their own like distinct voice. Um, and so you know, as as a cast, you know, as the years went on, we could totally tell without even looking at who wrote it, like whose episode that was. And one um, of the writers was someone I went to high school with. Yes, yeah, that, and that's how we that's how we reconnected. Was you were looking for someone to do. Um, to do late. meet and greet yeah. your first play that we did together, um, and you called up Oliver, Oliver, yeah. Oliver oh, and it's like, well, how about Brandon? Yeah, and you guys feel right now. And, like, <laughs> you just have to watch Brandon. Your your moments holding your own against all these girls. Oh, thank you. There we I go. Mean, that yes. is that thank is a you. lot of feminine power to go up against. It is, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, incredibly intimidating. You know, it's at least a, you I got your own bathroom on set. Uh, yeah, totally, exactly. <laughs> um, um. No, never mind. I won't go there. <laughs> oh yeah. So, well, no, no. We had a, we had this really funny um, second second, and this is there was another there was someone else who you know I was sharing like a 
they called them double bangers. <laughs> the, yeah. the trailer. That's what. But that's what. Okay. It's a Friday night for me. I explaining. just had this conversation with my sister actually because she had no idea that that's what it's it called? was called, and I was like, yeah, they're called <laughs> a triple banger or a double banger, banger or a single banger. like what? And and she she, she was floored. She well, was she like, probably had a room. Yeah, right? she had a dressing room. Yeah. yeah, on the on the sound stage. See, like how sound stages where they um, have audiences, the they're usually like built in dressing room. rooms. Yeah. But you yeah. know, if it's a non audience stage. But she worked on non audience <laughs> shows. What is like, a triple banger? What do you call <laughs> the smallest one? Because in Canada, we call it the honey wagon. Honey, yeah, we call it. Okay, okay, it's called your car. Wagon. It's a banger. Yeah. Right? Just a banger. Just a banger. No, it's called the honey wagon. So you have to wagon. share a bathroom with somebody? No, no, no. no. Oh. So they each had their own bathroom. And um, the the guy who I was sharing, like, the double banger with. Also, by um, the way. Also, pretty, my emails, again, are going to take off. Also, <laughs> Pretty Little Liars got double bangers. Switched at birth got triple bangers. <laughs> <laughs> We were um, we were less on the totem. Uh, no, well, you know, I mean, it's like it, you know, yeah. you're like it's hard. It's hard. I have to be no the most comment. Popular show on. I have no I comment mean, about that. <laughs> have you guys ever compared like who had the best craft services? Like which show on Freeform? Um, I'm sure you guys did. We had because you guys had that WB money too. Well, no. <laughs> see, here's the thing about working the WB lot is they built this brand new. I mean, a couple of years ago, beautiful. Um, uh, commissary building and it's actually it's it's good there's mm-hmm. there's good food there but if you're working on the wb eat, lot if you're working or, at warner brothers yes. on the wb lot they do not let you do a company lunch yeah you walk you, you have walk, to walk yeah because they want you to walk over to the commissary and spend money at the commissary you mm-hmm. didn't hear that from me even though this is like on the air but, but so they would, they would give yeah, us Gilmore. they would give us yeah, money to go do that, trace, but, we did that. Yeah, yeah whenever i worked on the wb it was you had to walk yeah. um i would say like the best craft services i've ever had was actually on um weeds oh, um oh. phenomenal <laughs> craft yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh laura's show austin and ali actually had excellent craft service really yeah like, which it makes me laugh because actors don't eat so it, 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 i mean it's well, it, it's murder it just smells she, great she took that into consideration the woman who was running and like it was just a very like healthy craft service but like she did like she kind of cooked things and made these smoothies and like it was very it was very la it fell <laughs> and it was like oh on the disney channel all right they all they would always do an after lunch dessert like See, a whole table of desserts and surprisingly that should be for the end of the day no like every single day yeah and surprisingly on Pretty Little Liars gone it was gone within yeah. like an hour well, and then thrown up and, and, no, and no, 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 no 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 that's no. a double finger <laughs> no it's, it's funny I think I, everyone had like a real sweet tooth uh yeah yeah but when you're working long hours the you know, fastest thing to you know, get, get you going. Oh, is, I have a huge sweet tooth. We huge. had one of our cameramen, uh, I believe, still owns a restaurant called Harvest Moon in North Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eating there. Ah, so that was our camera guy, Rick, who owns it. And so we would get Harvest Moon all the time because we got a deal from Rick, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was awesome. So, like, ours was like not, it was like the bacon. That was like, they have like the sweet, like, crack bacon situation. And like, that was always gone. Their breakfast is very good. Yeah. We would get really nice meals at, um, Table reads. Oh, um, they would like go to Aroma Cafe and like you know just like William Shatner's at Aroma Cafe every single morning in North Hollywood. Just don't go say hello to him and don't say live long and prosper. Oh, little all side right. note noted. I've have, seen you, have you done that? Yes. And what happened? He's not a friendly man. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen many people there. Yes, it's it's a big celebrity hangout, but like it's the unknown rule that like let them eat their breakfast and whatever. Like Aroma Cafe is like hands off to like talk to fans. Um, have you it, ever had like a weird 
celebrity encounter. Not a weird celebrity encounter. I'm guessing you've had a lot. If you're following celebrities home all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I get very excited. I, I told Jane Lynch I was the valet once, and I was not the valet. Um, <gasps> what? But I told her before she gave me the keys. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I love entertainment so much, I can't get enough of it. And so I just, I want to just, like, talk to people and meet people. I was at uh, Sugarfish, which is, you know, people who are not in L.A. or don't know what that is. It's, like, excellent. Yes. Uh, excellent. Great sushi. Um, and I was having lunch with a friend, and um, this was, like, a couple of weeks ago, and this, like, giant, you know, gorgeous Amazon woman, like, in my peripheral vision, comes and sits down next to us with a small child, and they start dining on sushi, and I look over, and it's Charlize Theron and her five-year-old. And the five-year-old is, like, you know, having, like, a full spread of, like, uh, that happens a lot at Sugar yeah. Fish, though. Johnny Depp is there a lot. Of course, he's working in the kitchen now, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. I was at Studio 54 on Andy Warhol. Anyway. Your no, story. were you? So, are you serious? You were Studio Fifty Four. Yeah. Oh, you okay. don't. Pat you don't want to. You don't even know. Well, that's a whole movie. That, yeah, it's a whole. That's thing. chapter. No, 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 no. I, I can't just blow past that. I told him to stop taking pictures of me because I thought they were. He was taking my soul away in each picture. Oh, that's God, how high Stan. he was. Good for you. Andy Warhol's yeah, having yeah. a resurgence, though. You know, with American Horror Story yes. and with a lot of other things, which I'm glad because um, I think our up and coming. Uh, Hollywood generation should really know who he was. Know and, who he was because well, he was he the, young the whole 15 minute thing that yep. look, we're, ex- we're living it. We are we living it. Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump. And who's your crazy? Well, I one time uh, met my queen, Helen Marin. Oh my God. Uh, at the, <laughs> the the John Carter premiere, which why Helen Marin oh was God. at? John <laughs> Carter it must have been a slow premiere. night for Helen like, Marin. Was Taylor Hackford involved? Uh, he was not there. Taylor okay, Hackford okay, was not okay, there. Okay. She's a huge Friday Night Lights yeah. fan, maybe. Uh, who knows? I just, I mean, I was there because it was Disney, and so the ABC family would yeah. like, take yeah, yeah. those things. Where I saw her, I had a panic attack, uh, went up to her, and I'm, I, I don't even remember this moment, but I'm sure it was like, I love you. <laughs> the picture that she graciously took with me <laughs> is me literally with my mouth open and crazy eyes going like, ah, and she is like standing over here very prim and proper. Like a beauty nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, she's going to murder me. She's going but, to But happen. it's so hard, especially in our industry, because we never know who we're going to bump into at a, at a reading or at a, at a premiere. It's like, how do we tell an icon um, everything that we've loved about them for years in, in a sentence or two sentence that number one impresses them enough to talk to us. You don't. Two, you that, just act super just cool it. and be like, no. yeah. You're like, <laughs> but don't you want to hear? Like, I once went up to Jodie Foster at the gym and she did not want to talk to anybody. Even though we had well, that's, the, that's even though we had the same. That's we, in our own relationship. We had the same trainer and I worked out after her. But it's like. Trainer? Jim? Jody Foster, you? Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> is this a Mad Libs? <laughs> True story. Because I had just seen Little Man Tate, and it so moved me, and I was shocked that she didn't like want to hear like that. It but it, she's, she's a very she's probably like a recurring thing for she's you. She's in the Starbucks <laughs> at, in West Hollywood. She's in there all the time. You do not talk to her. It's but, an automatically unbalanced relationship between fan and celebrity because with the fans, you have spent hours with this person. You know their voice. You know every inflection they make, and they've they've never 
you know, have even thought of you. But the so when you meet make, this person, don't you want to hear from people that they were touched or moved? Or I want to interact. But, but I, I think I wanna... that a lot of people tend to make the same comments. When Joanna Cassie was here, all the questions were about Blade Runner, about yeah. her death scene, and she was like, okay, but she put a lot of effort into the character leading up to that and and other stuff. So when the fans are asking the same question over and over, it's like. Well, their focus was on something else that we're not hmm. focusing on. That you have Thank no God control yeah. over that. I mean, I think what we were just talking about earlier is like, at the end of the day, it's like you don't have a job if no one's watching your work. Mm. And at least they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm surprised that you younger guys have that energy but because I think a lot it's of the younger, with the younger guys, because you're so connected with social media. I yeah, think the older actors. Yes and no, though. And this was the comment I was going to make. I have a lot of young uh, people that have huge Instagram followers, and they come in, they're in their own bubble. They don't know anything of Hollywood history. They don't know anything about acting style, acting school. They're like, they live in a bubble where they're famous for their show, um, and and that's it. They don't really understand the scope of things. Well, there's you're a cinephile. I mean, you you go back into old Hollywood, right? Tell me, doesn't it piss you off when someone says? And this happened to me a couple weeks ago. I referenced Bob Hope. Who? What? Because oh, like, you Jesus you waved at Bob Hope, right? The airport. Oh my God! You do uh, research. Oh, I do my research, girl. <laughs> you yeah. waved at Bob Hope. No, but the idea is that that you you've heard of Hitler. Pick up a goddamn book. I'm oh, sorry. Am I allowed to swear in this? You're not yes. allowed to say well, Hitler. I know you just said Hitler. So yeah. Mulholland whiskey. <laughs> um, Their new commercial. That that pisses me off. It's this. It's complete disconnect. It's just like, oh well, that was you know that was before I was born. It doesn't matter. They set the foundation. Like Carol Burnett had her uh, uh, how many anniversary year of her show. She ma- paved the way for female comedians. Oh yes, she yeah. did. Yes, she yeah. did. Who's but- Carol Burnett. Everyone. No. And then yeah, everyone no, yeah. punched Brendan in the no, face. Of course kidding. Kidding. <laughs> but I went on a date the other day, and the person Wait, did not know. There. <laughs> did not know who Judy Garland was. What? And I don't mean okay. it like Judy Garland, but I want to talk about like the tragedy of what Hollywood would put these actresses mm-hmm. through, and that's how you made it famous. Not that oh, we're talking about craft services. No, we're talking about your life. Yeah. Like you didn't have one. No, you didn't. And especially, I mean, Judy Garland's story is tragic on so many. Like they used to uh, do something to her. her nose like they put like pinchers in her nose yes. to make her yes, like, she yes, was just yes. torn apart physically like for what she was and and mentally well yeah absolutely um i just recently on a plane watched meet me in st louis for the first time so oh yeah um so there's good. a lot happening in that there movie. is a lot <laughs> happening that moves a little bit. well and you know vincent minnelli as director i know liza um, yes. But like the little—that's my last impression. But uh, that was fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Was that what that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. But like, I'm I just so happy. I didn't realize she had like this really reco- like precocious little sister in that movie who's obsessed with. Oh my death. god! You remind me of her. <laughs> Which oh, makes no. sense because I said after watching it, I was like, that is either a precocious totally. child or a forty-year-old woman. It's yeah. one of the two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, she had like this line about like I bury all my dolls in the backyard. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why did they talk like that in all the old movies? That's because yeah. Judy Garland had like an accent. But it was yeah. there, and it, it was, was not called there. The, what was it? Trans- it was a transatlantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Patrick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of emails from actors because we have a lot of um, actors that that listen to the show, learning. And I'm glad to know that showcases work and and flyers. Unfortunately, st- showcases are no longer allowed in LA. But that's a whole other well, show. Well, right? um, yes and no. Very not what they used to be. But go on. They yes. used to have pre-screens when I started, and I don't know if that exists mm. anymore. Where you would come in and the, the cast director would sit and and just have a little chit chat with you, maybe give you some sides in a do. hotel room in a robe. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Not no more. Yeah, okay. um, Patrick, but Too the question soon, we got from man. actors is, you know, you've done a lot of sci-fi um, and you've done a lot of like outside reality type shows. Did you have to change your acting approach to fit those genres? Well, that's funny. <laughs> this wasn't canned at all, but it's it's funny when you talk about this pre-screens because when I moved to Vancouver from I'm from a city called Edmonton, and uh, I had a pre-screen with a director, and she was the casting director for the original Stargate TV show with Richard Dean Anderson, and such a great show, uh, great movie by the way. The movie, I oh big fan of the movie, but I remember going in and reading the sides with her, and I would read it just like I was talking to you, and having seen an episode or two. Of course, you're reading for, you know, Village One from Planet X or something like this. Yeah. And everyone spoke like this. You know, you have come down from the sun to help us. And I was like, do I have to speak in that that uh, articulated manner? And they said, oh, yeah, yeah. No, the naturalistic stuff, we leave that for Richard. That's his shtick. Wow. That is and so, so that's so they good. made They made yeah, us all it. speak in this, like, as if we were... You know, super educated and very strict, and and stick up our ass. And Richard Unasu come in and, and just be the the uh, casual speaker. So that was my only. Uh, I didn't end up having to audition for her because I just couldn't do it. Um, but no, I've never had to uh, to speak in next. I've never done the rubber mask sci-fi like the. It's kind of outdated now, isn't it? Well, the big joke is that every sci-fi. A bad or a villain, or whatever they're all English speaking because they always have like yeah. a British accent. Well, it was like that with when they were doing Nazi movies, right? I mean, yeah. all the Nazis yeah, yeah, yeah. were English speakers. I remember auditioning for Battlestar Galactica, and I remember the the casting director was like, "So it's just it's like you're saying." Shakespeare. Just think of it like with that mentality of like it's a different. Language. For Battlestar? Yeah, for Battlestar. Okay. Because there's all these crazy, That's like, good sci-fi behind the scenes mm -hmm. because it does mm -hmm. have a certain theme. So how does that play with your approach then as an actor when you're, like, given so much? Um, I, what school of acting do you s subscribe to? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Uh, I... I don't know if I subscribe to a school. I uh, I've never taken an acting class. I I, I started in the theater, but it was poor shame. I, I know, <laughs> I know, and it's it's got that point now no, where the children's theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's children's like I started a children's theater, theater. Great like children's like waiting for Guffman Bora. needs a spinoff movie about Absolutely. children's theater because I did. Children's I just sold theater it to well. HBO. Be quiet. Yeah, <laughs> wait, are you serious? Do you want to work on that together? <laughs> done. 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 Do you want to work on that yeah, together? Yeah, we're all working yeah. on it together. I'm, great. Sitting, I'm sitting right here, Brandon Robinson. But in children's what, theater... Do you want to work on it too? Yes. Perfect. In children's theater, so children's theater, children's theater, children's oh, theater? Yes, children's yes. theater. I was in Everyone's Into the Woods when I was way too young to be in Into the Woods. Do you get into acting technique in that or is it just like how to behave in, on a Actually, stage? Actually, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, you do. And so, and what, what do they push on you? Um, I mean, it's uh, not like a specific technique, but the way that the one that I, I don't know about you guys, mm -hmm. but like the way that ours worked was they would choose shows for their season that, you know, had a bunch of kids roles. So, you know, the kids would play the kids and they would bring adult actors in to play the adults. So it was, you know, a professional mm -hmm. experience. You're not having like a, you know, a 15 year old playing, you know, uh, I don't know, but, uh, uh, some Peter Pan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
you know, it was run like a professional thing. Well, my mother, what she would do, because she had she was an actress, so she had taken a lot of acting classes, but like every once in a while, like we would do, we would do the play, but she would also do a section of the class where she A taught improv, just because that's something, oh my God, if you can reward kids with improv, they will do anything that you say. It's <laughs> the most amazing thing I've ever experienced, because they'll be like, let's do improv, and you're like, okay, but you just need to be quiet for like 15 minutes. Uh, but she would also like bring in like, some techniques that she learned from Meisner just to teach it. Hmm. I personally don't like Meisner. I don't either. Uh, it's biggest, but it's it, it beneficial to like know like that and like uh, what there's another British one like uh, Alexander technique, hmm. like all that stuff. It's just you don't have to subscribe to it. But I think if it works for you, yeah. well, yeah, if it yeah. works for you. But also, I think just general knowledge of that, it kind of you can create your own. When, when I was young, taking acting classes, luckily early on they taught me just Did go John to Barrymore teach you. No, just go to a mall and watch people. <laughs> yes, and that was that really shade, you left, right? But I'm still on this Studio 54 thing. But like, that really must have been 12. But that really changed me as a writer. Do to you know the go, cast of Annie? The little girls from Annie would go hang out at Studio 54 after the Broadway show, like this the original, the original, the right, original 1970 with Dorothy Loudon. Loudon. Yes, they yes. would go to Studio 54, and nobody they batted an eye. They allowed some crazy things yeah. yeah but wow. to just go and watch people at a mall because it really takes you out as an observer to mm -hmm. look at people and then I became a writer so my writing partner I still we go out and we watch people and we do their what they're thinking what they're saying see before voices, I was an actor yeah. I would do the exact same thing I would sit in a in a uh, food court and I'd watch someone I'd say to myself he's the best actor in the world why what makes him so believable I don't know if that's what you're talking about. And yes, I, you just, just people watch, watching. Observe you, you and listen to their, people, yes. Yeah. And, 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 some, oh, and Stan, yeah. I think that's what comes across in your writing because I, I know you. You're so different from the characters that you write and you fleshed out these larger-than-life characters that are not you at all. And how would you understand that or begin to capture like a snapshot of that? And that's probably... Because you listen and you watch and you observe mm -hmm. and you take it all in. Yeah. All right. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Patrick, oh boy. I want to take yeah. a look. Like, at least that's what we do with the puppetry. <laughs> yes. I've got to hear more about this puppetry. I know uh, this is radio, but you're sharply dressed tonight. Oh, well, we're streaming yeah, video, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick's like, what? No. <laughs> He's like, oh, what? Uh, what did I wear for this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Patrick, I want to take a, uh, a look at a scene from Travelers, um, which I have to admit, I did not see it. Um, until That's I got right. <coughs> the email. That's okay. <coughs> from Icon PR, and then <laughs> I'm emotional. obsessed. No, it's 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 my it's my it's my flow. Uh -huh. um, concept of the show is unbelievable. You guys uh, are a true ensemble show, which I love. Let's take a peek at a scene, and we're gonna leave your microphone on too, so you can kind of. Okay, let's look how serious he is. I, I, I don't see how this is. This possible. is part of the desensitization. Okay, process. so just for context. Give me your hands. I'm suffering from PTSD after the events of the first season. Uh, press pause, Kurt. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh. Lead us into the. Well, it's just she's doing what's called EMDR, and if you've ever uh, suffered from anxiety or something, this is something that uh, triggers left brain, right brain. Mackenzie Porter is my uh, my partner in crime there. Horses way in. And then here's a little trivia. There's a scene coming up where I get kicked in the ribs. Uh, coming up. And three, two, one. Oh, maybe. Yeah, right there. He <laughs> really hit you, didn't he? He really hit oh, me. I hate to hear that. And uh, I don't mean to throw my our stunt guys under the bus, but because part of it was I was too too macho, too. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he made contact during the rehearsal. It'll be fine. He kicked me in the ribs six times and ended up with bruised ribs, and I couldn't sneeze or cough for like a month. 
Jesus. You ever had bruised ribs? No. no. Jesus. No. Whenever it goes to black, and you can't don't... sing. Well, you know about singing. You can't sing if you have a bruised rib. I couldn't sneeze. Ooh. Whenever it goes to black <laughs> and white, you know it's, something bad's going to happen, so, right? Something yeah, real something bad. bad. Is this a, yeah. a time-traveling Yeah. Yes. So, Patrick, please uh, tell our listeners who have not seen, because the concept is so like, oh, what? Tell, tell our listeners. It's, it's like it's qu- fascinating. quantum leap, but you don't keep leaping. So time travelers from 400 years from now have entered the, the consciousness of people. <laughs> Look at your face. This is wonderful. It's, uh, it's, I, I, it's I, I'm, I think I went in for this. I'm just so I'm curious. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they're able to travel into the bodies of people living in our time, and they take over their lives. So I guess that's where the, the, the twist is, is that the show is as much sci-fi as it is relationships because they have to take over the lives of everybody. Oh, oh wow. And, uh, you guys, it's so good. It's fun. Yeah, and I, I think that... Because when we came out two years ago, I guess it was, a year and a half ago... There was like six or seven sci or uh, time, time travel, travel shows, things. and they all just kind of petered away. But we we kind of stuck around. Well, I think so. 2015 hot time travel pilot season. <laughs> time but, travel. Oh, that's but so the show is also entrenched in in reality. It's not yeah. so far out there, and the concept makes sense. Eric McCormick is in it. I keep expecting Jack to come out, but Eric McCormick is yeah. so not Eric McCormick. Right, and in what's the show, cool is that when so when, when the Will and Grace came back. You could watch Travelers and then, you know, tune into the next Will and Grace, and to see that contrast just shows how talented he's amazing. That guy is. I did, I did a show with him. He sings for a too. He's oh, so fantastic! He sings. Whenever you go to your house, you have to do karaoke, <laughs> and it's it's. What's it, his address? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You ha- I'm a like stalker. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you want Brandon? Do you want, do you want some no. more? Do you want more sand? No, thank you. Have a little bit more. I've been hogging the whiskey here. If anyone would like any. So, Patrick, Kilimanjaro. Yeah. How did you come across that opportunity? How long did it take? Um, I, uh, like you mentioned, I, I have a degree in English literature, so I was a big Hemingway fan. And a lot of his stuff took place in Africa. And, uh, of course, the, the famous story, Snow is a Kilimanjaro. And so that's always been a, a bucket list thing, and it's just in the back of my head, and I've never actually thought I'd be able to do it. And then when we got picked up for a second season, uh, literally... I walked into a travel agency and just said, how do I do it? And I was on a plane two weeks later with, with, with zero training. But you training. have to be trained. You have to say, yeah. you have to tra- people die on this mountain. Yeah, luckily, uh, in the second episode of season two, I had to be shirtless. So I had got a trainer. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah? Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had Casey been- knows me well. She's like, here's the shirtless pic. Can yeah, he be yeah, on the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Can he be on the <laughs> yes, show? Yes. That's the payola to get yes. on this show. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had been going to a trainer, so I inadvertently had, had been training. But uh, I had never, I'm not a hiker. I'm hiking bores me. I hate the outdoors. Right? It's so overrated. I completely agree with you. <laughs> I think it's oh. funny that that's like what happens when people are asked to do, you know, nude <laughs> scenes or scenes where they're like not clothed. It's yeah. like immediately you're like, sure how, much t- how much time do I have? Oh. And yeah, like, I'm you know, kill I need to go. Yeah. 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 Because bodies that we see on film and TV are just not naturally occurring in reality. No. That's, no, they're not. That's no, that's I'm what's not happening. Meant to be shirtless. I walked into a trainer or a gym and I threw my visa down. I said, "Make it happen." Ah. I will say, as soon as I discovered that there is a makeup artist who will do body makeup on you, oh. it was like, "Oh, this does not need to be as hard as I've been making it." Because, but Vanessa, I have to say, seeing Pledge the play when mm-hmm. you came out, you had these like like tight tight like. <laughs> spandex pants I was like yes. even me as a gay man I was like oh, wow yeah. <laughs> you go bro <laughs> you, go. Yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> you know 
But again, when those pants are off and you're in a bikini, you need someone who is shadowing things in a certain way. And you're like, oh, look, I don't have to go to yoga as much as I have. And if we were just natural on camera, then the rest of society would just calm down with like body issues and all that. Yeah, really, we're all part of the problem. But do you ever worry that you're on vacation and someone will take a picture and post? No. No. Again, I think we've we've had this conversation, which is like when your awkward teen years were on one of the more popular shows that ever hit America, you kind of get over any like vanity of what you or like there's just no like I there are pictures available of me just going through the worst of my adolescence. What's funny, Vanessa and and Brandon, as you've been cute since day one, I'm not gonna say that, but you guys went through certain stages on film and then yeah. look where you guys are now. I mean Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we did it, Brendan. We did it. We did it. We made it to <laughs> the other end. Well you yeah. even more so, you know? I, I mean I because I, I was so young, so I mean it's like I said, I've there are so many pictures mm. available of me looking every which way mm. that like I just don't care anymore. Like I will like the one thing I'll do is like, all right, I should probably put lipstick on and then let's take a picture and be like, Do you want to see the picture? I'm like, not really. Because a lot of shows I'll say, should I they'll like ask for photo approval? And she's like, I don't care. Ah, whatever. Yeah, like, well that saves my life like <laughs> hours on end. All right, Patrick, how long was K- Kilimanjaro? Was it It was five days up, two days down. So we were hiking That's for, quick. It's, for it's about It's gotten 10. quicker. Well, it's all the acclimatization because you're, you're going at altitude, which I never thought was anything, but I always tell this story. When I would roll over in my sleep, I'd be up for another two minutes trying to bring my heart rate down and catch my breath. Interesting. Like That's how... Uh, painful it was, but wow. I mean, as far it wasn't a technical climb. There was one part where we were scaling a mountain and we witnessed a woman fall, which was horrifying. Uh, it's no joke. I guess like eleven people die in Kilimanjaro a year, which I found out when I arrived. I thought it was more like, than hey, that. Actually, is that right? Could yeah. be. Yeah, uh, I, I thought I maybe thought it was somebody more. was, uh, you know, softening the blow for me. Was it fun? <laughs> <laughs> It was, and but it's 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 one of those things where like university, it's life changing. Yeah, it's life changing. It's excruciating, but it's it's moments like now where you go, shit, I did that. that were that's your insane. producers freaking out? That's my next question. Is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. did was, they know? Your agent was, is uh, like, no, 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 you're not going to do that. Yeah, there was a, a few hoops to jump through, but uh, one of our cast members, Jared Abrahamson, is a uh, uh, MMA fighter. So I felt like he was in the Bronx at the time training, oh. so he was getting his face kicked in. I thought, what's the worst that can happen? Which in, is just being in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And he was it's also buying training. Pinot Grigio in a neighborhood. You should not be buying Pinot Grigio. Yeah. No, but there was, uh, we had to get a few OKs, which was new for me because I'm like, you know, it's never been a, a big deal. And I have to say, you have to te- uh, check out Patrick's Instagram. Uh, it's so full of so many great things. Oh, I'm glad you say that because I'm terrible at it. I feel I'm terrible You at are it. kind of bad. Thank you. Didn't share this poster, but <coughs> There's an art to I posted the Instagram. This? Yes. Well, I did two posts, but okay. Oh, did you? Yes. It's fine. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Vanessa, I want to take a peek at Switched at Birth. We got a lot of uh, response in that you had to <coughs> represent the ASL c- community as well. And to talk about the ASL, let, let's let's take a peek at this scene, which, of course, broke everybody's hearts, and you can kind of walk us through. But talk about having to layer this on your usual acting. <laughs> and I'll get to say... Goodbye, oh, Emma. This, this is our last scene. Yeah. yeah. So sad. Mm-hmm. He was my first love. Fans were so sad. I know. They were upset. There was a lot. 
But it was a very real. Oh, wow. There's a whole yeah. montage. There's all the montage. We literally saw you grow up. Yes. On camera. Well, I mean, I turned 18 right before I shot the pilot for this. So it was a crazy experience because, I mean, we, we went for a while, thankfully, which is amazing. But you even said during an interview that you thought, yes, it's okay that I'm not with. I think so. I think it's I think it's real um, because they were so young and so much had happened in their lives that they weren't able to kind of keep. I think any time with first love, any love, actually, it it's a journey and you it's never a lost relationship. If you have fallen in love with somebody, you've learned something and you've experienced something. I'm best friends with my ex. I'm yeah. in half years. Can you name you your guys, first love? I can name my first love, but I'm not going to. Oh, come on. I'll tell you why. Because he did not love me back. <laughs> no, it's very You guys, sad. look. Emmett's going off. Oh, my God. Years in the making. Did you watch this show, Alexander? Hello. Do you know well, me? no, because of course. I mean, you have so many people <clears> on, <throat> and you you have to I watch keep up. TV you must. until 4 in the morning every yeah. day. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Love what that. are your favorites at the moment? Uh, Are you right allowed to now, say? Smelf on oh, Showtime. Nice. So good. Deuce. Deuce. Yeah? People say, you know, James Franco, he's a silly man. But Deuce Maggie. is such. Maggie. I've never liked Maggie Gyllenhaal what? until this show. She is spectacular. She's, She's adorable. But yeah. this show is not uh, a Maggie piece. It's not a James Franco piece. It's a true ensemble piece. Every actor and actress there just blows my mind. Deuce is... But See, it, it's I would so watch graphic, it because though. it's of the, the era and the New York -ness And it captures it. that, but it's so graphic, which I think a lot of people are like, they get turned off, and I was turned off. I don't... I'm a prude. Believe it or not, I'm a what? prude. And it was so graphic, I was like... I gave it two episodes, and then by the end of the second episode, I was like, wow. And it... it, it and American Gods. Who's seen American Gods? I actually haven't I saw seen the American first season. Gods. Yeah. It's so weird and it doesn't make sense, but watch it. But watch Ian McShane just for just anything. anything. Oh my God. And the Leprechaun. He was in uh, Orange <laughs> is the New Black. So Apparently, Gillian Anderson isn't coming back as uh, whatever character she plays. That's impossible. Really? Yeah. She just got an Emmy nomination for it. I know, but I heard that she's like, she's Meh. so good in it. Yeah. Mm. It was a weird show. <clears throat> Interesting. But it was so. It was so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. No, Dead there's, air. No, no, there's, no, no. A lot of, there's a lot of thought going into American Gods. So I'm gonna uh, we're going to do rapid fire with everybody. Uh oh. Okay. But real fast, the questions I got from you two is that you had to deal with a character for so many years. How do you keep it fresh? And we know script-wise, Lucas went through some changes. Mm -hmm. But how do you keep it fresh with the same character? And you're like, okay, making a paycheck, but still, like, you're acting... Chops are like I want. I want this. I want that. I I don't know. I like the, you. Do go through that. You go through. I want to do something different. But there's something. It's such a gift to play a character for a very long period of time because your performance, I think, it becomes very true. You know the character so well. You know, with with anything that you start, you're kind of finding things, and and sometimes you don't find a character until very later on. And if you're in a character for a super long time, you know them and. In, in a weird way, it's easier, but also kind of therapeutic in a way. Does the character become you, or do you become the character? Mm, I think I think the character becomes you a little bit. I think a lot. Anytime, the reason why you hire, and I think you were talking about this with, uh, I, I look for somebody who's right for the part, is 
you you're not going you can be the most amazing actor in the entire world but if you do not have that thing that that character needs it's not going to work unless you're Meryl Streep because she can do anything <laughs> but she's the only one except Mamma Mia <clears throat> um I'm sorry she was fantastic in Mamma Mia oh my God. are we going to have this moment yes i think we are are we going to have uh, look Mamma Mia wasn't great i'm not going to say that but i could watch Meryl Streep do anything but there's also when you're on a show you become a family and as a writer then you, when you have great actors like these two yeah you write a little three, bit more you start writing towards them and you get it to <laughs> yeah. know them and that's what's so exciting about being on a show and so it doesn't well, get and the thing tired. is too is if you're lucky enough that you get on a show where you like the people you're working with I've Vanessa, never, I've never I, had that yeah. I have a quote for you <clears throat> Vanessa everyone loves each other for the pilot but once you start to do the show you see everybody's true colors it's true. if it's successful people start to change and then if it's not doing well people start to change in other ways it's true Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of TV. And I love that that's <laughs> such an honest quote because, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. think on a show that it's all glossy, that we should all get along, but that's not what happens. Oh, it's not always the case at all. Do you have I a story, know. Patrick? I saw you <laughs> no, flare no, no. Uh-huh. no, This is rapid fire? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we haven't gotten to the rapid fire. Oh, oh okay. God, let's get to the rapid no, fire. But, yeah. we, but we were talking about, like, uh, how, how you keep the character fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, I think if, if you are lucky enough that you like your job and you like the people you work with, it's very easy to find new things with a character. You're very comfortable with a character. You know them inside and out, and you just enjoy what you're doing. When you enjoy what you're doing, it's easy to do whatever you want with it. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, it becomes a chore, and I think that's really the extent of it. Um, I mean, unlike Vanessa, my experience was... I wasn't in every single episode. I would do, you know, like three to four episode storyline arcs twice a season... Every year, but you still had to follow um, the show when you were not on it. To yeah, understand where you were in the thing. Exactly. I, I mean, love the five year gap, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So that was I, crazy. Um, I I would call and I would a- I would call the production office and ask for you know the scripts kind of in between when I was there because I would come back and there would be things that were happening. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I you think know what it's mean? harder to recur, honestly, because you are you're out. You you're, you miss yeah. a whole chunk of of time. If if you're there every day, you know exactly what's happening. You know exactly what's going on in the episode. And like I said, you can really just kind of sit in the character. Right, for a bit. right. And I I got very 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 lucky, and I'm I'm really grateful to our team of writers. Um, because you know I was um, dispensable from that show. Yeah, you but the I mean? fans loved you. The fans are number one. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like they could have they could have found ways to have you know said, oh, you know, Lucas went off to go do this thing, and then he's never to be seen again. So they found you know, and they did this with a couple of actors on the show who recurred, um, finding creative ways to bring us back. Um, so I'm you know I'm very very grateful for that, and I think. You know, in those kind of situations, um, it's kind of a different thing every single time that you you know, you, you know you come back because you're in this closed story arc. Um, so it wasn't as big of a challenge for me, particularly to to keep it fresh because they were always giving me something different to do every single time. Like I think, you know, after the time jump, for example. Um, all of a sudden, I was like rich, you know, because I had sold. And your condo was fabulous, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> the condo was great, you know. Um, and and your clothing changed, everything changed. Everything changed, my hair, the whole thing. So, so yeah, I mean, that wasn't as big of a challenge for me personally, and I can't speak to you know doing being in almost every scene of every episode for a hundred 
episodes. Well, it's funny because Switched was my, I've been acting for a very long time, but Switched was my first experience of a show that got picked up and stayed on the air. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was so centric on you. It was, it was. And that was the thing, because like the comeback just went for a season, Scoundrels just went for a a season, Gilmore Girls ran for, I was on it for two years, but it was recurring. Mm -hmm. Same, I was, my very first shot was a show called Without a Trace, and that went for seven years, but I was on it on and off. So it's, it's a different experience for sure. And something where you're like really carrying it too, you know? Yeah, I mean, we what was nice for us, which worked out, is um, we it, it wasn't like an alias, right? Where it's like it's just Jen Gardner all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. It was like it was me in scenes, and it was Katie in scenes, and it was the adults in scenes. Like we actually had a nice kind of ensemble feel to the show that made it easy for people to sleep, which is great because uh-huh. you know you're not losing all. Every day to 16-hour days. Oh, especially being up in Valencia, too. Oh, we shot in Valencia. Oh. I know. On purpose. <laughs> that was a true statement. Yeah. I mean, they have a great Starbucks drive-thru, so. <laughs> true. You guys, this has been so, so much fun. If you're in the Hollywood area, you have to see Vanessa Brandon and Stan's director. Yes, go to brownpapertickets.com for tickets to see our show. We're only through February 4th, and then hopefully off-Broadway. I want to take the show to New York so they can be seen there, but I think it's also very timely. Uh, all this I think it's stuff about timely. this happening with frat life and that culture. Politically. Uh, politically, everything. I think we need to talk about this. It's very, you're laughing, and then you're hating yourself for laughing. Uh, real fast, what do you guys get from doing theater? When your career is at a certain point, and Stan, I'm talking to you too, when your career is at a certain point and you do theater, like you guys performed, what's the seat theater? 50. Yeah. yeah, I sat in a 50s seat theater. Yeah. Get all of this was unbelievable. It's why do you guys do it? Because there's no other feeling like theater. Yeah, that's yeah. where it all begins. That's why. That's the high that everyone from a writer, from a director, from an actor is chasing is what theater is. It's instant gratification <laughs> and something that intimate. It's not yeah. like a huge theater. You're there with this group, and every night this little group comes together, mm-hmm. and it's a little bit different. And they every laugh, night, or they yeah. hear things, or they don't want to laugh, or they're very vocal. And it's such a cool live experience that you can't get on your phone. You only can get in person, and that's what's it's so like cool a team sport. And, and to see these is. two live yeah. up close, it's such a great experience. But that was a thrill for me. Yeah, for me, then, for me too. The, I mean, these particular characters too are uh, the the playwright Paul Schulberg um, wrote. Th- there's six people in the play, and they're all you know fantastic, fantastic. and and layered characters. But these two in particular. There's, There's just like happening. a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot happening. So <laughs> like, that's been. I mean, I'm sure for you as well, Vanessa. The whole, the whole it's been company, really the understudies, fun. everybody. Yeah. We became such a big group mm-hmm. family that I didn't want to let this go, and I wanted to keep it going from Fringe, and that's why I spent the time to do it again. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, it, it was a great night of theater, and to see every. Everything together. Patrick. Yes, sir. You're going to sing us a little bit. Oh, <clears throat> Jesus. Sing us, sing us out. Yeah, as they say. No, we still have rapid fire real oh, fast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but Patrick, you're going to, uh, what's your favorite style to sing in? Uh, you know, I haven't sung in in years. I, w- I was in a band in university or college. and uh, Johnny Depp was, and then he did Sweeney Todd, written by Stephen Sondheim. Uh-huh. So that's the leap you can do. <laughs> that was a lot. Was it bad? <laughs> It was Did you know that Meryl oh Streep originally wanted to be in that? 
Was she supposed to be Mrs. Love? She wanted to be. Hello, Michelle Pfeiffer was supposed to be in Evita, and she has her screen test. She recorded three songs. No, are you serious? She got pregnant. Can you find that on like YouTube? Yes, YouTube. Look up Michelle Pfeiffer. She recorded uh, "Don't Cry from Argentina," uh, "Surprisingly Good for You," and "Buenos Aires." Stan's looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evita is my favorite musical in the whole world. Really, Evita? I saw Jesus Christ Superstar live with the uh, Ted Neely and the original uh, Judas, Carl, and, uh, Carl Anderson. Oh. Yes, Carl Anderson. I watched yes. them both live, and it was it was mind blowing. Because I think Carl died like three years after that or something. But uh, Ted's still rocking it. Ted is still rocking it. In fact, he was in Orange County. He was supposed to be on the show. He's a very uh, conservative person. <clears throat> yes, I but, love the hand movement that just happened yeah, right that, there. That they was, both just went. Mm. Yeah, there was this like is a, my a whole other conversation oh, that we weren't most... privy to. <laughs> no words. It's amazing. All right, Patrick, just a little song. Song. I, uh, you're you're putting me on the spot here. What, what are it you? It could be very for? gentle. It could be. Uh... Do you know the the parting glass? I don't know no. the parting glass. Uh, I said very gentle. Now you're giving him like an obscure. Like, right, right, and. What's your favorite Irish. style? Willie, Willie Nelson. A, a Willie Nelson. There's song. a uh, there's a, a guy in Canada you probably haven't heard of. His name's Gord Downey, and Gord Downey died uh, last year. But he was the head of of the greatest rock band that ever graced Canada, and they never broke in the states. Anyway, he he was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, and then he decided to take his band on tour across Canada. Oh, wow. And uh, there was a, a, on my Instagram, there's a photo because Eric took me to one of the shows, Eric McCormick. And we got to see this man live. And it was like the New York Times wrote something about him saying that if it was Bruce Springsteen and uh, uh, what did they say? It was just you, you're not even getting close to who this guy meant to Canada. And I've been listening to a lot of. There you go. Oh, okay. my Siri just my <laughs> Siri just. Went He's off. already calling Uber. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show is. Sorry, uh, but uh, what's, I've been what's the song called? Oh, I wasn't even going for a song. You're not going to sing. That's what I've been listening to. All right, well, There's there you go. Where he says, uh, "Does it diminish your super capacity to love? Does it diminish your?" You got to look up Gord Downey. He's he's just he's a poet. He's Leonard Cohen. He he's. Uh, he's Neil Diamond. He's everything little to Canada. Little Ann Murray. There you go. It was amazing. So Gord Downey is what I've been listening to a lot. His last album came out post, uh, post humorously. Thank you. And uh, she's a smart one. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, true or false? You're coming back to guest co-host the Vanderpump Rules episode. True. Done. Okay. All right, we do a little thing here called Rapid Fire. Who wants to go first? We haven't been doing Rapid Fire. Nah. I thought this was Rapid Vanessa Fire. Vanessa will go first because she talks so fast. <laughs> there we go. All right. Go. Give it to her. Shoot. What reality show would you want to be stuck on? Oh, Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> Biggest co-star pet peeve. Biggest co-star pet peeve. Uh, when they say lines that they say in the script but use it in everyday life. Okay. If you could go back in time and play any lead in any film, which one? Oh, I mean, probably Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, I know she does totally it so well, that. but I love that movie. Oh, and she, that totally character is so see that. fantastic and evil and mean and fabulous. I really so. see that. <clears throat> After a day of filming, what is your ritual? Uh, go home, turn on Bravo, fall asleep to Bravo. 
We're soulmates. Where do you live? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I live? In Los Angeles. <laughs> no, but like what area? She can't I'm not say saying that. Crazy. Like Hollywood yeah. North. Hollywood. My, my no, home yeah, just got yeah. broken into yeah, last so let's week. Not go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what if it was me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do follow celebrities home. <laughs> but bravo. Uh, bravo. <laughs> best kisser on screen that you've had. Oh, best kisser Brendan. on screen. Oh, Brendan. Screen. Well, uh, yeah, it wasn't screen, but obviously Brendan, 110%. But there you go. <laughs> no, but you guys haven't kissed on screen. We have on not kissed screen. on screen. Um, on screen, oh, I'm I'm gonna give Blair Redford that from Switched at Birth. I will give. I will. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next, Brandon or Patrick? Patrick. Okay. There we go. Uh, one thing you were surprised to find out that you missed on the mountain. <laughs> a bathroom. Uh, it's probably a person's name. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. One thing that I. Uh, uh, yeah, a pillow. No, n- not like that, but like something like... So this is rapid fire. Oh, yeah. uh, food. Hot dogs. There you go. Hot dogs. How about that? Uh, one thing American actors do that surprise you. <laughs> Jesus. Hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You should write comedy. Why do you always sound so surprised? <laughs> Uggs. They're always wearing <laughs> Uggs. I do. I do love. Uggs. It's obnoxious. <laughs> oh, they're fantastic. Vanessa. It's like walking on a cloud. I didn't allow no, them in can't. our show. She showed no, them to me. I, I nixed them. Star Wars or <laughs> Star Actually, Trek? Uh, Star Wars. Yeah, but I mean, after the Last Jedi, Casey. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> Time period you would travel to? Oh, 20s Paris. Yes. Right? Yes. Like Midnight in Paris era? That's My wonderful. God, Patrick. Yeah. Right. God, I wish you were gay. Uh, <laughs> most embarrassing song on your playlist? Oh, uh, see, I'm not even embarrassed by this, but we built the city on rock and roll. Everyone says it's the That's worst song, song, but That's I, a great I adore song. that That's song. My thing yeah. is like Lo- Hanson Mbop. I've got have... that. I've lost my cookie at the disco. Okay, that's cookie monster. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Brandon. Oh, here we go. And Brandon, I have to say, you are very private in your life. I, I, uh, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. he's not even gonna give you an answer on that. I no. hit him. That's time. how private. Let's I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not going to ask you anything so deep. What is the one thing your uh, private little lives fans would be shocked to find out? Pretty little, but pretty little liars. Pretty little liars. Sorry. Oh, um, and about, in your pretty little life, private about me life. or about um, about, about in you. general? Do you see how he's already, yeah, already deflecting? Uh-huh. Yes, he's I, so private. Uh, I found nothing about you, but this is I, rapid can, fire. I can juggle. Oh. No, that's in six interviews. As in six interviews? Yep. Um, wow, you are yeah, keener. Good. Yep. So you have to give I, us something else. Uh, you guys, I do research. I love that. You killed a hobo. <laughs> uh, I I went to, uh, I was the valedictorian in my uh, high school class. Oh, that's oh. good. Okay. Yeah, but right. then I also went to a high school with like 16 people in my yeah. class. So that doesn't work. <laughs> so but you're Rosen Island then. Yeah. What? Rosen Island. Shut up. He doesn't know. Okay. I'll explain later. I was <laughs> born in 1990. Okay. Oh, what's, the next, what's the next one? I got this email. What's yeah. your binge food? Because mm. I don't think you eat. Ice cream. What What flavor? Uh, salt and straw, which is uh, originally from Portland, which is where I'm from originally. It's a fancy. Um, <laughs> they have a sea salt and caramel ribbons. So sea salt from salt and straw. Sea salt from salt and straw. Brendan is... Robinson likes the salt with the sweet. Is what mm-hmm. I'm learning today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Onset personal must-haves, not like water. Blah blah blah. 
your personal God. Um um uh, my phone. Uh and No, personal. Personal? Uh <laughs> I don't know. Um candy. There has to be candy at craft what, services. What? Can you give me an example of what a personal must have is? No, it's like it's a picture of my dog. It's my dog, or it's like a rosary. That Dogs that are actually promised. not allowed on the Warner Brothers lot. We had several um, young out. starlets. Randy Robinson yeah. is so PC. But we like, had several young starlets try to sneak their dogs into the Pretty Little Liar stage. Uh huh. And that did not that did not turn out well. Last show you binge watched. Uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, interesting. What would the name of your biography be? I can't believe that someone is writing a biography about me. It's a That's little lengthy. It's a little wordy. Uh, wordy. But yeah. it's interesting. Wordy. I like it. Re- read this yeah. biography. Okay. You guys, uh, so great. let's give a hand to Kurt, by the way. Kurt! Welcome, welcome back, Kurt. Welcome home. You guys, I love you. I love every one of you. You're coming back oh, as I guest co-host for Vanderpump Rules. I'm dead serious about what, that. What is Vanderpump Rules? It's the greatest oh show God. on television. But I could tell you who You're definitely who's not coming. <laughs> I can't tell you right now on air. Okay. No, yeah. don't tell. Okay. You guys, Brandon, sorry, I have a gay crush on you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Go see Pledge play in Hollywood because you get to see some really good acting. Um, it's intense, it's uncomfortable, it's everything. And Brendan and I take pictures, apparently. We're totally about down to do that. That's what I've learned from today, is that Brendan and I subscribe to the same philosophy of, you're watching oh, yeah. me, so let's yeah. take a take picture. <laughs> if you stay afterwards, you can take a picture, picture with, with us. Yes. Yeah, So many. Mm, lots. You as many. Learn... Actually, that happened the other night. Like, <laughs> like you know, the lighting was off, and so they were like, can we well, take it's another funny. one? And we were the like, only yeah, person sure. Vanessa did not take a picture with was me. Oh, I we'll do well, one after this. Yes, yes, of course we do. Yeah. Kurt, welcome back. Kurt. He's like, oh, God. What Don't you get again? an applause, Kurt? Yeah. Yes. Come on. Oh, that's okay. oh, he got a real applause. Oh. He got like an in-room Guys, applause. I love you. My mom, I hope you got a car tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mama we'll Rose. see you next week, but we got some great stuff. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.